Welcome to episode 19 of the Current Backloggers. The date is June 18th. I'm your host, KCP, along with my good friend and co-host, Cody G. Cody, how's it going? Uh, I'm pretty good. I just realized it's June 18th. <laughs> this month is flying by. I think I said this last week, but I still feel the same way. I feel like this is the weirdest year in the world because it feels like it's lasted forever, but also only halfway through it, no matter how you think about it, the time is weird. Yeah, we're halfway there, my guy. Uh-huh. So what have you been up to, honey? Um, I'm getting some stuff done in the basement, man. Yeah? Yeah, I told you I've been really busy, but we uh, we started priming. We scheduled for people to come out and measure to put down carpet. Um, we had to get over a certain amount for the carpet, so I kind of splurged a little bit on the carpet. We had to be over $699 to get free installation, so we got up to 704 But I bought carpet that supposedly you can get it wet. It's got like some, I don't know, I guess it's impossible to stain and <laughs> you can get it wet and dried out. And I learned so much about carpets, dude. Um, just are, you, are you, hmm? is this a sex joke? Uh, it's not really a sex joke because what you said was not sexual at all. But um, ev- I think I told you before, every time I hear a splurge, I think a splurge. And then, <laughs> so I was already like, this sounds so dirty. And they said it was $69. Well, 69 was in there. And then you talked about how you can get it wet and it'll never stain. After, in my mind, just talking about jazz. And carpet, too. Uh-huh. Um, I remember first time remember hearing Carpet Muncher from South Park. <laughs> I didn't know what that was and asked my parents about it. Because <laughs> um, there was a whole episode around there, right? Uh-huh. I remember that because my parents were like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, Carpet Muncher? Whoa, don't say that. See, it teaches you stuff. It's like a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so just the basement. We're priming paint and you're getting pretty close, man. Soon I'll be back in there. I'm excited. Nice. And then you can uh, have your whole game set up again. Yeah. Yeah, fill it up. Because uh, you'll find out soon that I've been <laughs> buying a lot to put in there. <laughs> so I'm excited. Been up to anything else? Uh, besides driving around to different Myers and game stops because of the sales. But that's about it. That's it. Um, so this week worth normal 40 hours um and then some fun stuff besides that i went to uh the zoo with my family the columbus zoo and we have a membership and the first week they were open it was only member uh, members only since they're like just reopening everything and then on top of that you had to uh schedule like an appointment to go so there was like absolutely nobody there but everything was open wow so it's like a perfect day because usually you go to the zoo and you see like an area or two and then it's so busy, you don't have time to see everything else. And we saw everything and still had time left before they closed. Holy cow. So it was super nice. Um, or if, like, a little animal will come out, everyone freaks out and swarms <laughs> that area. Yeah. Because you know. Columbus Zoo, I feel like, uh, you learn about zoo, a lot of zoos in Tiger King. But I feel like Columbus Zoo's got a lot of cool places for them to hide away. Which is good for the animal, but kind of sucks for the people. Cause yeah. You don't, you don't see them. Especially some of the bigger animals, like the giraffes or unfortunately the ostrich or <laughs> stuff like that because they have fucking it's almost like a fucking african jungle out there so you can just wander out and oh i think he's over there yeah <laughs> but yeah uh, i don't know if you saw any of my snapchat or anything but the ostriches were uh out and getting real crazy and running up and doing the stupid thing where like really? dogs were there like bend their heads when they see you so oh, awesome. they were all out so and they're my favorite animals so that was a a great time um you know you can have them as pets right yeah that's what i've heard 
Yeah, I knew a girl. I grew up with a girl. Um, uh, Caitlin. Um, she, her parents had emus and ostriches. And That'd they be just fucking great. Because they, they had a house and a horse pasture. And they're like, we don't want horses. So they just got fucking emus and ostriches. Can you imagine how much black guy a dog would love? <laughs> Ostrich? And he asked probably what is the crazy part. That'd be great. What if he rode him? <laughs> That's another thing I've seen that in movies. I know you couldn't do it, but I've always wanted to ride one of them. It'd be so fucking funny. Um, do you have a favorite animal before I talk about what else I did? A favorite animal? Um, No. no? Probably like a wide mix of them. A favorite? I've never really been asked that. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's so common, especially as kids. Because I mean, mine was always a koala bear growing up, and I still love them, but the ostrich overtook it. They're so fucking hilarious. Yeah. Maybe just because I got to see them in the wild and realize how great their lives are. Well, minus a couple things here and there. But uh, I went to Florida, and my grandma was like, hey, we should. Well, it was my step-grandma, and she was trying to clearly trying to include me and be a nice person. She was like, let me go bond with Cody. So me and her went out to a, she's like, we're going to go out to the power station. Why are we doing this? But I guess manatees love electric, the electricity places because it makes the water really warm in the winter. Yeah. So there's a bunch of them out there just chilling. And it was just the clearest water. And they were like celebrities. Everyone's like, oh, my God, there he is and shit like that. And they're just really fat. And they just eat and just exist. And I was like, wow, that's a really good existence. Yeah, that's uh, that's what they did when at, I was at the zoo this time. They just had whole heads of lettuce and were just spinning around eating them. I was like, this looks so dumb. <laughs> it's so great. But I guess wild ones have issues. They get hit by propellers a lot. Yeah, I've heard that and, and done it. And I, they're pretty common, dude. I've been to Florida twice in my life, and both times I've seen wild manatees. Really? Yeah. They're super protected, though. They almost like some parks I've heard on other podcasts. Um, Dan Bell's pretty into manatees and has done some videos and stuff. I think worked in a park for a while with them, but they almost are like followed around by like officers and they like tell people to, to fuck off. And, and you can, he said in one of the parks you can swim with them. You're not allowed to approach them, but they'll, they'll approach you. You can swim with them and shit. They just seem really chill. That's how you said you can swim with them. That's how I was picturing the uh, officers <laughs> protecting them. <laughs> like just some Navy them. seals just following them. There's <laughs> this fucking sea cow and there's just a, top of the line soldier just like two five six three moving <laughs> he's just two five to six three uh, he's eating a head of lettuce over <laughs> it's so great i'd uh, watch that movie <laughs> tv show um did you hear jack hannah's gonna retire what yeah no it, i thought it was just some clickbait thing but it was picked up on all the big stations here do you think he'll really retire though i bet he'll still be like heavily involved I'm sure, yeah, I don't think he'll just drop out, but whatever his role is where he's officially employed. I used to watch that, um, the Jack Hanna show a lot when I was a kid. I had no idea he was in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, started the whole zoo. Didn't know that. So crazy. Um, Do you think he's a nice guy? I've never met him, but yeah, I've heard everybody say he's really yeah. nice, not just like news stations or celebrities on random people meet him or say that he was at the zoo one day. They say he's always just super nice. Wow. That'd be crazy to look around that and be like, I created this. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why the, the enclosures are so good for animals. Cause yeah, I'm sure. It sucks if you want to go see them, but at the same time, who cares? Yeah. The I feel like they did the elephants well, though, with that 
you can go inside their house. Yeah. Um, besides that, though, I went to some more drive-ins. So I ain't talk about the movies I saw once we get to our movies. And I know I forgot it last week, so I ain't talk about those ones as well. Um, and then... I guess I don't know if this should be in the movie category or not because it was watching, but I feel like it's more just hanging out. Um, had people over for the PC gaming show and the future gaming show and watched those and did a normal shot while I was the only one doing shots. It was kind of depressing. Oh, that's but sad, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird, but uh, it was still fun and hanging out with people. And then on my own, I watched the uh, future gaming, I mean, not the future gaming show, the uh, Garoa Collective. And uh, what else was it? Right, Blinken. No, that was it. The other ones I did watch with those people. But I know we'll get into those when, once we get a little farther into the show. So that's all I've been up to. Nice. Um, did you have any corrections, questions, or feedback? No. No? No, I didn't watch the last episode. Yeah, that's true. I said, I know um, Danielle said it was my mic was loud, and then I noticed when I was editing it, there's kind of some weird effects going on. I'm not sure if that translated through to YouTube, but... Hopefully this one sounds better. So, as always, if you have any corrections, questions, or feedback, you can send to currentbackloggers at gmail.com. And do you have any news? Um, any news? Well, I mean, besides the obvious stuff that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you want to talk about the cyberpunk right now? Yeah, I have that on here. Breaking news. Heard it here first. Happened four hours ago. <laughs> yeah, we saw right before we got on here. We were looking for news that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was delayed from September 17th to November 19th, which seems odd because it's only two months. So I don't really know what that's going to do for them. Yeah. And I feel unless they're going to release it, they're wanting on the current gen. I mean, uh, current gen and next gen. Otherwise, I don't see why you do it because I feel like that actually does more harm because you're going to be going against these brand new consoles and all these exclusives and everything. So I don't really know why they would, would do it. As far as development, I can't imagine two months. Two months is going to really affect anything that's late into it. Yeah, I heard if you release a game on a console launch, though, I know Chris Reagan mentions that a lot too. Yeah, that it immediately sells like bonkers. Yeah, because it's like the only thing out. So unless they wanted to be included in that, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're probably working on something, fixing little things here and there. I know that they still, a long time ago, they said the multiplayer was going to be delayed. I can't imagine that two months would affect that to be able to add it, but that would be cool if it was that. Oh, that would be sweet. But I would imagine if they announced that long ago that it was going to be delayed and not come out in time, that two months isn't going to change that. I saw um, the controllers are kind of selling out right now. Oh, really? Um, I don't know if they're getting too sought after, but eBay, they've kind of spiked a little bit. Um, Meyer had a bunch of them. And they still had left Last of Us Two controllers. Oh, they really? had two of them, and two headsets. I was like, I should buy these and just resell them because they're. Somebody sold a bundle on <coughs> eBay for like two something, but then it was like hit or miss. Yeah, the prices were all over the place. And knowing me, I'd just be like, Well, I want to keep this. <laughs> I just end up keeping it. Uh-huh. So I said no. I hear you. Um, I like the Cyberpunk console and controller, but yeah, they look cool. The console was so cheap, dude. They sold out, and then now they're selling on eBay for like six hundred. Oh, really? Yeah. So annoying. I'm part of a resellers group on Facebook, and it's really annoying. I posted a picture. He's like, "Ready to go? Check me out!" And he had like twelve of them. Um, it's just annoying. Yeah. Which I wish I was that much of a reseller that you could just drop. What is it like twelve times three hundred? What is that? Twelve hundred. 
2,400, 3,600? Yeah. On stuff. But he'll probably double his money. Um, I think that was just so cheap for... If I was getting a new console, I'd get that one. If if you could find it for three hundred, yeah. Um, any other news? I got a couple things, but um, buy your Vita games. They're shooting <laughs> up in price. <laughs> I just I just want to put that out there. Vita games for some reason are getting expensive. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe there should have been corrections. We were last week. We were missing a game from the Sony conference and losing our minds. Just I knife. just noticed hey, Master Chief's got a knife. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should try and find different things for him to hold each week. <laughs> I don't know if it comes through on camera if they can see that from there. So um, great. Might be able to tell he's getting stabbed in the eye. But uh, oh, shit. last week we were missing a game and we knew it started with R. I'm like, Man, what is it? And I looked up. It's called uh, Returnal. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I forgot it because it's one of the games that I kind of was talking about, but I didn't know. This is a Housemark game. People made Dead Nation. So, and yeah. I even said that. And there was a, a space game and um, another space game. Seems to be a trend this year. But it looked really interesting, and I feel like they haven't done anything for a while, and they made some promising games. So, Rizogun, right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, they, that game's amazing. They made that, Dead Nation. Um, Rizogun's my favorite PS4 game. Really? It was a launch title, too. Yeah. I actually haven't played that or Shattered, but um, I think they would be good. I just don't know if they're my kind of games. Dead Nation was totally my kind of game. That's why I played it. Those games are crazy because they're almost for everybody. You can play them and you'll win, but to be really good. It's like, uh, what is that that saying? Come Um, on, Pac-Man. Easy to play, hard to master. Yeah. Yeah, They're really good at that. Um, That's actually... When I did a review of um, Twin Breaker, that's exactly what I said about it. I feel like that was probably intentional because Colin loves Resogun. I feel like it's probably not a mistake that Twin Breaker is the same way. Anybody can play it and even beat it. But I feel like it's all about the score chasing and like mastering it because it is hard to get good at. Yeah. Did I say that's my favorite PS4 game? Yeah. That is. It's definitely the truth, but I have not played many PS4 exclusives. Yeah. That might change. But, yeah, that game is my mind i couldn't play it. i um if you can i had a ps4 account when i first started i was like i'm getting a whole new sony account for the new system and i got a bunch of achievements and then i forgot to log in information and email so i made a new one and if i would have combined those two i would have had a platinum for that from getting achievements or jesus trophies i do it all the time that's why i'm gonna be a smart ass i crush myself every time Especially if I play more Xbox, I always say that. Yeah, I'm definitely an Xbox guy. Did you see that? You're talking about how you've been to Myers a lot lately. Have you seen that awesome cup they're selling there? It's a, a glass cup, and it's made like a trophy, just like you'd see when it pops up on. Tell me why I saw that yesterday. I told Renee, I said, bitch, she doesn't listen to this, so I can say stuff like this. Bitch, you better buy this for me for my birthday. I want this. That, that's where I told Danielle less offensively. I said, you can keep that on my list of things I want. That's crazy. Um, did you see the playing cards? Too? I know they've had the playing yeah. cards for a while, but the cup was new, too. Um, did you open the box for the, to see the cup? No. It doesn't look as cool, unfortunately, because on the cup, it makes it kind of like shine through blue. And when you open it, it's just uh, a regular glass cup, but it's still Shit. a cool one. I guess it doesn't really matter because once you pour something in it, it's not going to look blue or whatever color it is anyway. So. You know what been cool? 
What's that? If they wanted to take this to the next level. Do you remember the Lord of the Rings Burger King cups? Oh, yeah. The when I was in middle school. Light in the bottom. Yeah. They could have done that. And then had like some sort of thing where you waved or yeah. pressed a button. And or told Google. Blonk. That yeah. Blonk? That'd be so sick. That'd be awesome. But it's so cheap, too. Seven bucks for something like that. Yeah, that's bad. what I thought. Um, oh, um, you're talking about your favorite PS4 exclusive. You're talking about playing The Last of Us. I feel like that might be up there for you. I feel like it's right up your alley. Yeah, it probably will be. And like I told you, it's just a GameStop. And, yeah. Um, if you go to game stores and you start just screaming about games, <laughs> kind of probably I probably want those people to hate you. I'll judge you on the side. I get you <laughs> want to talk about them, and you both have played it. But I told you I look like a crazy person. I had both ears plugged, just like almost like going back and forth looking at games. And I started trying to making noise too because they're really loud and they were getting over my my fingers. <laughs> but yeah, I really didn't play Last of Us. Yeah, let me know once you do, because I definitely am curious what you think. And it's my fault. That game's been out for eight yeah. years. Yeah, I think it's been at least seven years. That's crazy. Which is crazy, yeah. Huh? Um, and another thing, I guess, could have been a correction, but wasn't really on our end, and we kind of debated it, was, have you seen everything going on about uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales? No, but I feel like I know where this is going. I haven't heard the news. Um, is it DLC? No, but it, it's not, but... Um, when we saw it, that I don't know what you said, but I know I said I was like, I feel like it's really weird not calling it Spider-Man Two because I told you they announced that they're making that. Uh huh. And then there are so many different reports. Uh, Jason Schreier said that it's it's mm. <laughs> it's the uh, PS4 game, but uh, ported to PS5 with that as an added expansion. Oh. But then um, some I can't remember what Sony executive said that it's not true, but it's uh, just a bigger portion of the game. And then Insomniac said that that wasn't true. Uh, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. But um, obviously Insomniac is the one that would know, and I trust it. And they said that it is a standalone game, and it's not the sequel. Wow. But um, they could think of it like uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. And I was like, that makes complete sense. So it's, it's like not. the same engine almost. It's like the same world. Yeah, but the way that the reports are coming out first and that is so fucking stupid I don't want to buy this game again and just to get some little extra content I don't care if it's up res or whatever I want a different game even if it's not the true sequel and that's what Insomniac said it is that it's not the sequel because the second one will be, or the next one will be called Spider-Man 2 that's but awesome. that it is a full game just a like a side story essentially that's a good way to put it with Uncharted Insomniac man they're busy yeah I uh, feel like there was a while there would be like every six years it might throw a game out, but man, they're like, they're trying, they're coming for Naughty Dog. Yeah, made us why even ref they literally referenced Uncharted themselves, which I thought was odd. I know they're in the same company now, but that's so weird seeing them yeah. reference another game to talk about their game. I wish Xbox would have picked them up. Yeah, that'd have been nuts. Um, so. I'm glad because I did think that was weird as soon as they announced it. I was like, why are they not calling it Spider-Man 2 when they said they're making a sequel to it? And then when I seen the reports that, like I said, it was the same game with added content. I was like, that is so dumb. Is that's what our next-gen games are going to be. <laughs> but the fact that some people are still complaining that it's not the true sequel, but I give two shits if it's a full-fledged game and they're not calling it 2 because it's a side story. I, like, I don't know what the difference is. You know who else does that? Uh, they almost they almost get shit for it too. They were kind of the they kind of started that was a Ubisoft. Oh yeah, with Far Cry. Yeah, They're like oh they use the same map over and it's like dude it's with Caveman now. 
This is something you don't just overnight like oh, caveman added. Boom, we're done. Like you know, it's uh, I said the same engine, but I don't know how else to like almost like the same framework of the game. Yeah, they said uh, this one's also going to be set during winter, and the last one was summer. So I feel like that oh. alone will visually will change it completely, and you could do new do new gameplay things with it if you change want to change things like that. That's so, cool. Yeah, that reminds me too. I wanted to say um, if maybe put this in the news, kind of remind me with PS Five getting announced. <coughs> uh, I don't know if it's correlation correlation, but everyone seems to put all their last gen games on sale. Best Buy right now has all of the. So your essential, the what do they call them, the red cases? Um, uh, I don't know what to call them anymore, but like the platinum hits or whatever. Yeah, yeah. they are ten bucks now. Oh really? And that's just a whole s- section. So if you're looking for the exclusives, I hate those red cases, so I won't touch them. But uh, they're ten bucks. Yeah, that's a good deal for some of those games that you can get because those yeah. are usually their top games. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only other news I had, we talked a few weeks ago about. Um, the Mario Legos and how they looked really cool and well done. Did you see what the price is going to be? No. So, if you want to get the whole collection, it's going to be six hundred dollars. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> there is at least. It seems like a scale. It goes anywhere from five dollars to a hundred dollars, depending on what you're buying. So it is nice that there's different levels. But also, I'm sure a five dollar one is going to be like a figure, and the yeah. hundred dollar one's going to be like a set. So no one's really going to want to buy just a figure. Have you ever seen any of their? Um Hot Wheel sets they've done? Um, that Lego's done? Um, Mario Hot Wheel sets. Oh, yeah, I've seen those, yeah. The new one's out, man. I almost, I had a chance to buy like four or five of them for $44 and double it on eBay or whatever, but I didn't. Um, they're pretty cool little sets. So hopefully Lego, I'm sure, will blow it out of the water, too. Yeah. Um, should we get into uh, the PC gaming show and all that? Let's do it. All right. Um, I have mine divided between the conferences, so PC, Future Gaming Show, and then day one and day two of Gorilla Collective. We haven't watched day three, so we're thinking we'll talk about that next week. But um, do you want to start talking about PC and I can talk about mine? Yeah. Um, we're just going to talk about some games that stand out for us and I go through every single game because there are way too many and way too many similarities as well. For sure. Um I love Devolver's conferences, and I love Mystery Science Theater, and they definitely combined both of those. They took some cues from both of them, like the nerdy white guy talking to robots and then being over the top. Um, I loved it, especially the the hacking in. Like that's straight from Mystery Science um, uh, Theater. I loved it. It was so corny, but um, my overall thing, I really felt like they were scraping the barrel for games. I feel like PC always does that, though, PC gaming show. Um, the webcam interviews. That would be my favorite thing that we lose once Corona's over. <laughs> Those are terrible. The audio is... I mean, as we're recording with the webcam. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I hate them. I hate the webcam interviews. And there's always like a like almost like a digital... Hey, how's it going? It's always delayed. Like, pretty good. And he's interrupting him and... There's always kids, and you're always distracted. Like, why would you put your bookshelf right there? Like, why wouldn't you put it on that <laughs> side of the room? Um, and I get distracted, and I end up not... Because they're very technical people, usually, too. So I have no... I don't care what you're saying about any of that. Also, PC gamers, they talk a lot about graphics and how much more powerful the machines are. 
Not many of those games look like they're taking <laughs> advantage of it. <laughs> That's what we were saying when we were watching together. Yeah. Um, do you want me to get into the games that stood out to me? Yeah, you can do that PC and I can do mine. And then we can go to the next conference. Okay. Um, Blancos. Did you see that? Yeah, that's one of mine on my list really? too. That's why I was thinking we could go instead of going back and forth like we normally do, so we don't just repeat games over and over. We can talk about the ones that have similarities. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you can say what you think about it first. I just liked it, and that 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 world of those collector vinyl toys, like not not pop. Like I'm talking about the designer ones that like hipsters are like. I don't collect pop. I these are vinyl figures. <coughs> those types of things. They're pretty cool, and I, I always liked them. There used to be a shop downtown Columbus that specialized in them. You ever, did you ever go in there? I don't think so. I think it started with a V. It was run by a, a nice lady. Um, but unfortunately, they've closed. She's gone to fully, um, completely online. But there's some really cool of those figures. Um, so, yeah, that's the only thing that I liked about it. And I feel like the skins would probably get a little ridiculous in that game. Like, oh, but you have the crocodile with the, the gold tier. You just have the regular tier one. Um, but yeah, I'd want to see. He, it's an MMO, right? Is that how you described it? I think so. That's what I was going to say. I did think it caught my eye right away. It kind of had like a little Big Planet vibe, which you know I love. And uh, really over-the-top art style. And yeah, I couldn't tell exactly what was happening. That was my biggest issue. It just looked like it would be fun. I liked uh, how different it looked. But at the same time, yeah, it did kind of look... Um, like a lot of these have where it's just over the top art style and I don't know if it actually would be fun it just caught my eye because I feel like this is what we said about a lot of these things there wasn't a lot of standout things so I try and pick and choose the things that we caught my eye or something look cool in it yeah I feel like it'd be a hit or miss with this too yeah and like you were talking about the uh, skin things I could definitely see that being an issue I can't remember exactly what they said but they're talking about how also on um, certain days you can get certain skins and if not you miss out on them I was like oh this sounds like yep. them trying to get a lot of money and people arguing over the dumbest things FOMO is going to yeah. get me on this uh-huh. but yeah I, and maybe some partnership with some big artists or something like that would be kind of cool um, and maybe some way to put in mobile yeah cell phones something like um, with that um I don't know. I like physical things, so another part of me is probably like I wouldn't care. <laughs> yep. Um, the next one, um, it, I didn't at first. I thought they were like now I realize they're a game company, but New Blood Interactive. Oh yeah. Had you That's ever heard of them? No, but I know exactly what you're talking about. That was really cool. Uh huh. It was a little over the top, but I liked <coughs> the, the whole. It felt like. Uh, I thought something was wrong with the frame frame rate, but I realized, like, oh, that's what they're going for. They're they're adding in shitty frame rate to get that retro feel. That whole collection of games is cool, and how they're like available now, right? Yeah, you sign up for them or something, all free. So I don't yeah. I don't get how that would that would last. I don't know how you make money off that. Yeah, that was one of the uh, that was even the joke they were making. I don't know if you remember that. It kept saying because we don't care about money and showing these ridiculous <laughs> things thrown up on the screen. We're at a conference that is there to sell <laughs> games for money. Um, but yeah, that one I thought was really cool. We were all kind of freaking out about that, and I didn't really understand at first that, that uh, they talked about that shooter that was co-op and how you play together and everything. 
but then it started showing all those different games. So I was like, wait, are all these co-op? Or I didn't really understand what they were. I just thought it was a really cool one. That, like you said, it's a collection of different games. And it seemed really cheesy. We were laughing at it at first, but then I saw that it was so intentional. Especially, do you remember some of those uh, websites they were listing afterwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my favorite part. I should have wrote all of them down, <laughs> but I did one just so I didn't forget. The uh, notfortnite.com. <laughs> and this guy read it off and so over the top and trying to be like E3 presenter. You can go to notfortnite.com. And he kept listing all these different ones. I think. Great. Um, Doomed Doom, I think, was one. And he just kept going. Oh, this is fucking great. Till it filled up the whole screen. and couldn't see him anymore. <laughs> uh, this is fucking awesome. But uh, I actually, yeah, I think they're all available now. And then um, they're all free. So I went, meant to download those because I'm interested in that. Like I said, I don't ex- understand exactly what it was. So I want to download them to see. Yeah. I just don't get how you make money on that. Yeah. How's that viable? Um, and then the last one that stood out for me, and this is how much I care about the PC gaming show. <laughs> I was more interested in, like, the set designs and all the stuff they made <laughs> in the background. It's great. Um, I think how you spell it is, or s- pronounce it is Valheim. Valheim? It Not was the sure. uh, the Vikings, like, the chop- oh. choppy where you, like, build bases and uh-huh. stuff. Um, it gave me Minecraft vibes. and Yeah, going I remember that. Survival. Survival game. Um... That's about it, man. I got gotcha. Pretty lacking. There was none of the big, big PC people there. No, that was definitely the case. Yeah, that I feel like the PC gaming show, like you said, always kind of struggles with that, which is weird because, like you said, it is the biggest platform, and you feel like they can get all these giant companies, but it seems to be lacking the most, especially this year. And also, I feel like there's, uh, it's hard for games to stand out because ninety percent of them look the same, or like they're doing the same thing or the same art style. Oh my god. That was a continuing theme for most of these press yes. conferences. Uh-huh. Um, so everything kind of molded together. So there wasn't many things that really, really stand out for me either. I just, like I said, I kind of made a list of things that had interesting aspects to them. Um, and I did love how cheesy it was, but I feel like for me, I wasn't as positive as you were about it because <laughs> it might have been intentional, but they've been horrendous. The PC gaming show <laughs> without that. Has pretty much been that in a different form for <laughs> since it started six years ago. So I feel like that was just them morphing into their version of what um, a virtual conference would be. Yeah. I don't know if it was really truly intentional how bad it was going to be. Yeah. And his jokes that were he was trying to land were fucking so bad. And um, the dev bot, that was his name. Yeah. Like, this is how much money did he spend on this fucking thing? <laughs> um. But it was enjoyable. Oh, um, the intro, too. Do you remember that? DevBot going down the street? Uh-huh. That was great. <laughs> so bad. Especially when they tried to include that dumb meme with the guy going. <laughs> and the girl's like. Oh, God, this is so bad. <laughs> um, DevBot, we're being hacked. <laughs> we're being hacked. Hi, this is Greg Miller. I'm like, oh, God, this is science, mystery science theater. 100%. <laughs> Even like the oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, before I get to the <laughs> games, I guess I will say I feel like I kind of talked about it last week, but in a different way. I feel like the biggest issue with having these developers on during E three is that they're not public speakers, and they're obviously very nervous and a lot of them very awkward. Which um, I'd be the same way, but 
undeniably funny to watch it. <laughs> so I feel like this format actually helps them a lot too. There still is some cringe and a bad webcam and everything, but I feel like they don't have to step out in front of thousands of people or like actually be interacting with people in real life. So I feel like it does make it a lot easier for them to talk how they would without feeling like they're some fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um, but as far as the games, the ones that caught my attention were uh, Orbits. I don't know. Or yeah. is that what it's called? Yeah, Orbies. Or, or Blitz. I, I was going back and forth on whether I put it on my list. Really? But then I broke down, would, would I actually buy this? And I was like, no. I would. Yeah, I might on my own. And I know this is going to be Danielle's kind of game. And she don't like a lot of games. So that makes it a lot more enticing. But uh, I remember actually they showed this at last year. I don't know if it was PC gaming show or not. Because that was a game that stood out to her. And then I didn't realize it still hasn't been out until I saw it on here. <laughs> and then again, I was like, oh, yeah, that seems interesting. But... Yeah, I don't know how much it'll stand out because I didn't remember that it didn't come out after a year. So yeah. Um, and then I still haven't played any of this series, but I know um, people speak highly of it. And I told you I bought a couple of them because of James. Uh, don't nod. They announced their new game. The people made a uh, Life is Strange, and it's called Twin Mirror, and it kind of looks like a Twin Peak style version of Life is Strange. Oh. So I thought that that also seems more my. Um, I was going to say genre, but I guess like style of um, game in general. So I feel like that fits a lot more than Life is Strange would for me. I didn't know it was the same people. Yeah. Oh, no, they did They did say that, didn't they? Yeah. From the people that brought Yeah, I do remember that. He's uh, James is so into it. You know, he's got a tattoo. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Life is Strange. Yeah, that's why I said I'm not knocking because I am putting on bottom based off of that alone and hearing other people say how good they were. Um, so... I do want to try, I just think, as far as, like, setting, I guess that's what I should say, setting, that seems like a lot more my style, and, uh, like I said, they seem like they're obviously capable, so, curious to see what their next game will be, um, and then I had, this was actually on PS5, but they showed a lot more of Godfall, and I told you I, oh, yeah, yeah, that game caught me off guard, because I feel I've hyped that up for years, and I never really looked into it, so, I know a lot of people were actually underwhelmed by it, but I feel like that's the reason the issue with expectations. Like for me, I heard that game, but I didn't know we were watching that game. So, oh, this game was fucking awesome. I was like, oh, this was a game, and I feel like other people's mindsets were like, man, I've been waiting for this game for years, and I'm like, this is it. So I feel like expectations yeah. can mess with you big time because I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. Then the next one was Among Trees. I don't really know about this one. It kind of. Um, it said it was a simulator builder, but to me it looked like a walking simulator, so I don't know if the description's not good. you got to refresh it, my memory on that one. It looked, the art style looked a lot like um, Firewatch, and it was just like that. It was, I guess, not surprising, the forest, and uh, there's, like, uh, deer running around, and not you couldn't tell if too much was happening. That was more just art style and seeming really cool. I think so. What is with these indie games and being like, Look at this deer. <laughs> this is figurative or something. <laughs> this is this the essence of your spirit that follows you. Is this deer running through the forest? And it's always like a girl narrating. My mom always loved deers. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Every indie game has those <laughs> walking simulators. The deer segment. When I played Edith Finch, accidentally, uh, um, I think I broke it a little bit because I went through the woods and then came back up the road. Uh-huh. So when you trigger the deer at the beginning, you're coming down the road. Uh-huh. So I walked up on this deer like, oh, shoot, it's a deer. And he like turned, but was looking the wrong way and ran actually towards me instead of away from me. 
Kind of made me sad because I was like, oh, man, that would be way more cinematic if I was in front of it. Yeah, and I was going to say, that game right away catches you with its art style and how cool it is. So that was, like, opposite for you. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what? Okay. Um, grandma always said the deer were in the woods. <laughs> Why do they all have that, though? <laughs> the next one I had um, was not – I have a few of these in here for other reasons than me being excited. I feel like you will love this if you saw it. Did you remember the trailer for Mortal Shell? You wouldn't have loved it in a genuine way. It was a, a sword fight. It was like a five-minute demo. And it was looks like something on like PS2. And it was the most boring sword fight in the world. And there was no music behind it. Oh, and it was no. the most awkward sword fight in the world between like this giant demon and this kind of like army-looking, not army-looking guy, like a medieval-looking guy. And it was the most boring thing I've seen in my life. But it was amazing. Okay, I'm looking at pictures of it now. I don't even remember this. <laughs> it might not have been five minutes. It might have been one of those things that was like a minute or even two, but it felt like it dragged on, especially because there's no music, there's almost no audio, and there's just this horrendously boring <laughs> sword fight going on. That's great. Um, next two I had, of, um, actually not... They've been out for a while, but I still haven't played it myself. Killing Floor 2, every time I see it, and it's usually at the PC gaming show, I'm like, this game looks fucking awesome, and I never play it. But uh, they were adding new content to it, and I'm trying to tell myself to make sure I play it this time, because I always think the game was awesome. They're amazing, man. Oh, you played them? Oh, I love them. Oh, okay. Um, there's a very, there's a, you know in Resident Evil, what are you buying, what are you selling? They have their own version of that. This over-sexualized um, English woman that really annoys me in that one because she's always got some terrible sex pun when because it's waves, so when the wave ends. Oh, yeah. Looks like the zombies are gone. You want to come and fill me up? And stuff like that. I'm like, oh, God, we don't need that. I forget what exactly what she said yeah. and stuff like that. I'm yeah. having great sales. You want to bend me over? And it's like, oh. What do you have it on? Um, PS4. Because initially it only came out on PS4 for consoles. It's for Killing Floor 2. And Killing Floor 1 I had on my PC. Okay, because I'd probably get on PC just since that's what seems to be most content. Yeah. I think PS4 is kind of dead too. Yeah. I think it came to Xbox. I think it might have died too. There's a really cool mechanic too when uh, headshots. If anyone gets a headshot or takes off a head, the everyone's game goes slow motion. It's really cool. That's awesome. It's basically Left 4 Dead on crack. Yeah. I love Left 4 Dead. You would um, love it then. The uh, next one I have is kind of similar. It's not out on current gen. It's about to be, but it's been out on PC, I guess, for a while. Uh, Chivalry 2. I haven't even played the first one, but I saw a trailer. And this game was fucking awesome. I also have the first one. Oh, really? <laughs> God damn it. I is hated it. Oh, really? It's very simmy. Oh, that's not what I expected. To me, I won't like it. Ching. You just... Uh, yeah, oh, Deflect, then swing trailer they showed is like over the top crazy gory action I was like, this seems cool it looks fun it's i've watched a lot of youtubers play it it looks like if you have a whole group together and you organize and all of that stuff it looks fun okay um the next one i had was uh trash sailors which kind of you said uh remind you of castle crashers which i could see it also, how you had to work together, and there's like a small space move around, remind me of Overcooked, which is, I love both those games. And I oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And the art style looked cool, so just another one that seemed like it some, had some promise to it. 
So do you think you'd have to like, okay, this person controls this, like kind of like Sea of Thieves? Yeah, I think so. Just a lot more simplistic, obviously, but that's what it seemed like to me. Do you think then you fight over like up trash upgrades for your ship? I bet you would, yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be down for all that. Especially because Sea of Thieves is fun, but I feel like it's hard for people to just jump into or to do quick. You gotta know how shit what is all this and gotta learn everything again. You'd be Trevor and like, Trevor, shoot, shoot, I am. And you realize he's not, he hasn't even loaded the cannonball yet. <laughs> um, The next one I had, I don't know if you didn't see or maybe it's just surprising that it didn't catch your attention because I thought it looked fucking awesome. It was called uh, Metal Hellsinger. It looked like a Doom style game, which uh, is definitely an issue for me. I can get into it with uh, more of these games. But this one looked really different and cool because it made it into like a rhythm game. So like the faster mu- the faster you're killing people, the more music starts, and they get more bonuses for it. So kind of combine like music rhythm with a dark shooter, which I've never seen before. I don't remember that one. Oh really? Yeah, you have to look it up. I think it looks like I said it is Doom style, which I guess I could get into now. I feel like like we talked about with um what was it? Oh yeah, um, space games. I feel like there's trends every three of way too much of something. I think the Doom game is definitely one this year. Oh, yeah. And I feel like everybody's doing that because Doom was so successful. But I feel like people always lose sight of why things are successful. It wasn't because Doom, just because it was quality and good. It was because it was different and not anything like it. Because people got so used to doing Call of Duty games or massive open world games that everybody's like, oh, shit, this is refreshing. And then if everybody just does the Doom games, everybody's getting sick of those. And then it's just never ending cycle instead of having balance. It's not, I'm not saying Doom should be the only one like that. Like this, they have their own twist on it and make it interesting. But I feel like if everybody just goes off the trends of what's hot at the time, the trends aren't going to last very long. Yeah. Do you remember how many Minecraft clones came out? Yeah. Uh huh. Which I even have some other Doom games on here, like I said, because I do think it's cool to have some. But if that's just all they're going to be, it's going to get killed real fast and then. Oh, we need open world, and then yeah. people are going to do open world, and then we're going to back at this, and just keeps rotating through. Well, even that company that did all the websites, the, one of their games was like... Oh, the, yeah, definitely. Well, they called it out. They said yeah, doomingdoom.com or something. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I know I'm messing that up, but yeah, it was fucking awesome. I should have wrote all of them down because none of them were not funny, but <laughs> I think not Fortnite was my favorite, and uh, <laughs> Derek, our friend, he went to it, and it does... Uh, redirect you to their site so there were all real re- websites <laughs> they bought the domains to what the <laughs> fuck that's great I'm surprised uh, not Fortnite yeah that's what we said <laughs> um and then the only uh, the last one I had was on the PC game show was uh Escape from Tark or Tarkov is that it yeah yeah that uh I've heard Tarkov ta- yeah mm-hmm. that's it um I've heard it talked about but I haven't actually seen anything myself and I thought it was really yeah. cool I've watched lots of YouTubers play it and it looks amazing yeah um, it's very, it's almost like Arma combat, so I'm sure I'd love it, um, but my PC can't run it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah mine couldn't either, then I'd have to check that. And I think Takarov, actual, the actual city, I think, is where a lot of guns and ammunition's made. Oh, really? Real, in real life. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just, it just, you should watch it. Have you watched any gameplay of it? They had gameplay on that, but I haven't seen other than that. You should look up. There's a really good YouTuber that's really good at it. Um, I forget his name, but uh, very simmy. Like, kind of like how Halo's, you kind of be a little bit more strategic than Call of Duty. Yeah. And that's Okay. Um, that was it for the PC gaming show. Did you have anything from uh, the future gaming show? No. You didn't? 
Okay, I can just get in line then. Yeah, it's um um the first one was uh Quantum Error, which which is a really cool name, even though it's generic, but uh it's a Doom style game, so <laughs> not much more you can say that. Um and like I said, uh oh, there's some static. You hear it? There it goes. Okay, Went away. Cool. Um but uh I don't feel like there's anything really different about this one. Like I said with the uh Hellsinger, I feel like they had a cool mechanic that made it different. This one just looks like a Doom style game. Um and then I had uh Dustborn, which looked like a a modern telltale game. Oh, it's really cool in the art style. It's kinda like not desert, but like farmland desert ish, which sounds weird. But uh that looks really interesting, I thought. Um Ghost Runner, which I don't think could be a more generic name, <laughs> but looks fucking awesome. It looked like uh Lawbreaker is the game that Cliffy B made and Rip. Yeah, I thought the game looked awesome, but it failed before it even had a chance. So, this game, like I said, I feel like has a lot of similarities. So, I always wanted to play Lawbreakers and never got the chance, so I feel like it's cool that there seems to be something in similar vein coming out. But, uh, you should look it up if you don't remember that one. I think you might be interested in it. You want to do it now if you don't want it. Uh, this sounds familiar. <coughs> Ghost Runner? Yeah. This honestly sounds really familiar. Um, I'm not going to talk about the next one while you're looking that up. Yeah, go for it, man. It was a uh, absolutely terrible name, but I think it actually is kind of funny. It's uh, G-T-T-O-D, which is Get to the Orange Door. And it looked like a kind of like a portal puzzle-ish game all about getting to the end of it, which is the Orange Door. But just the art style looked really different and seemed like a cool mechanic. You're looking it up. I am. Um, I don't remember this one at all. Oh, really? I don't think... Did I even watch that press conference? Um, That was one of the ones... We watched the PC gaming show and the future gaming show here. You aren't here, though. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I watched the PC one at work. Oh, okay. That sounds really bad. Um, <laughs> On break. <coughs> um, man, what else did I have? I had... They had this weird moment where they called it the Future Hits, and there's a bunch of games that are already out. Some looked interesting, but I don't know what the hell it was. It kind of seemed like a, um, like when they do a Namco collection or something. I was like, oh, this is a cool idea. It's like 30 independent games all mixed together into a collection. But they just said Future Hits and then didn't talk about what that meant because all those games were out, and they just had this like sizzle reel of all these games but didn't explain what the hell it meant. And um, I don't know. I should look it up because they did absolutely nothing to explain what the hell it meant. But uh, I thought it was weird that they didn't explain that. And like I said, I feel like that is a cool different idea if they did mix all these developers together and make a collection. But I don't know if that's what this is or not. Um, and then the only other one was called Fall Guys. It was a really cool art style and kind of looked like um, what you call it. Um, I'm blanking. Uh, I, I think I saw someone post about this one. What do you call the, uh, it's like an obstacle course, and it used to be a TV show, but I can't remember. Wipeout? Yeah, you can't, I guess you compare it to Wipeout. I was thinking of a different one, but. Oh, I did see this. Um, what my mind goes to is, god damn it. By the way, if you ever find these uh, DVDs, they're worth a lot of money. But um, the one on Spike TV, where they dubbed over, um, I think it was a Japanese TV show. Oh, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. 
Uh, it's like MX. I love that show. Yeah, me too. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, that's what this remind me of. But a really cool, different art style. Be like the prostitutes versus the cops. <laughs> um, now is it for that? Do you have anything from uh, the Gorilla Collective on day one? Um, let me pull up this thing. All right. Yeah, starting off uh, right at the bat. I tried to get past all of like the, there was an intro and the countdown and all that stuff, so I totally missed this. But was the the system shock? We just played it before this. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool. The only thing that scares me, well, Chinese money, but um, there was no audio. Yeah, I feel um, like that was on purpose. I feel like they don't have audio. I think this game is oh, really so? far from being complete. That'd be crazy because I feel like I've been heard, hearing this game talk about being developed for like a decade now. Yeah, I know it's old and it's a re-release, but uh. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in the gameplay. I didn't really catch my eye at all, and I was really waiting for this game because I know it's like the Bioshock is like the spiritual successor of this, and um, I've been waiting for this game because I never really knew anything about it, and I was like, I'm not going to go back and play a game from that long ago. It's not going to hold up. But uh, even with the modernized, I don't know how much it'll hold up. It kind of seemed generic now, which I get at the time it wasn't, but I don't know if we've progressed so much now in those ways that it's not really gonna impact like it would have, but I still want to play it. Just the fact that I said it like bled into Bioshock and became what that is. Yeah. So I am gonna play it, but I was actually kind of underwhelmed by it. I did think the music went really well with it. Yeah. But I didn't think about if they were doing that to hide something. I thought so. I liked the like the style of it. I played System Shock a couple levels at uh, at a museum. Oh really? <laughs> well, uh, the big kids museum here in Columbus. Kosai. Kosai when they had their video um, game. That sucks. I wanted to go to that. I didn't know they had it. Yeah. They had I didn't know they had that game, I mean. Yeah, they had it on display, and you could read all about <coughs> it and played a couple levels. And it seems like a very narrative-driven thing in the future. Did it seem cool then? Yeah. I feel like it held up. I mean, you got oh, really? to be like, okay, this is a 20-year-old game. Yeah. got to relax. But it was kind of like you were sitting. I One of my missions, I think, was on a boat. And you're talking to this guy, and then you shoot. And then I think it was Sniper. I can't remember. It's been a couple of years since I played it. I gotcha. Yep. And then I didn't really, nothing really stuck out to me again until, gosh, I don't have to really, uh, I'll Kill Your Gods. Almighty Kill Your Gods. That was the one where they were kind of beefy and they're kind of walking oh, yeah, that and blowing stuff up. Sound so familiar. Um, I think it's it's like you put in a good. I feel like you summarized it really well with saying Monster Hunter. Yeah, that's what the gameplay seemed like. Yeah, and reading on IGN, that's uh, you're killing gods and demons and monsters. So I think you're right. It did look cool, and I would give it a chance. I didn't play Mon- Monster Hunter myself. I don't know if it's going to be my style of game. I haven't given that a chance, so it's not really fair to shut it down. I almost put this one on my list. I'll just mention it. The Genesis Nor, Genesis Nor, something about the Big Bang. Oh yeah. Are you exploring? Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really stuck with me again until oh my god, they just there's too many games. They're that's condensed too much in here. Yeah, that's uh another issue we talked about being similar, but yeah, in general, there's so many indie games and so many small things that can just throw so much at you. I feel like. That's one thing to help at a big company like EA or Microsoft or something that they uh, put their biggest products out and they don't have time for a bunch of smaller games. Yeah. Not that that's obviously there's a place for small games, but yeah, that's what happens when there's too many. Yeah. And they all try to be original art style, and it's like, 
maybe five, seven years ago, those original art style, but it's getting a little annoying. Yeah. Um, the next one on the list, buddy, is a uh, boyfriend dungeon <laughs> dating simulation game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that narration, if too. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer, you should look it up. It's fucking awesome. And uh, I knew you'd love that. I told you I had uh, games on my list. I already deleted the first two because I had System Shock for a genuine, and then that was my next one. And is because I knew you'd love it in the worst way, and um, I already thought it was bad, but I would have, even aside from doing it for you, the amount of times she said dunge for dungeon, I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's not even that big of a word. You can just say dungeon. <laughs> and her voice sucked and went went with it well, but not in a complimentative way, just in a way that it was fucking terrible, so it fit perfect. That in the high school one, those two, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I'm glad the internet attacked that one. Yeah. I wasn't alone on that. That was so bad. You're sitting a dolphin sitting <laughs> on the beach. Life is so mysterious <laughs> when you're in high school. And this one was right up there. It's like uh, a dating sim mixed with a dungeon crawler where you're flirting with this guy in between his dungeon crawling. <laughs> and he couldn't look more ridiculous. Um, he looks like uh, a Hispanic Fabio. <laughs> and you're flirting with him. Uh, the next one was, um, I almost, I, we'll see with this one. I like the idea of it, but it looks like another permadeath dungeon crawler, and I've had about 6,000 of those yeah. right, done with them. But Colt Canyon. Oh, okay. Um, we'll see. I don't know. And I'm going through here again, and that's it. That's it for me. Oh, no, 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 Sorry. Door Fortress. Oh yeah, that um. is a game. The nerdiest motherfuckers. <laughs> in my, I'm talking about the nerdiest motherfuckers in my high school. Like I'm talking about like. See, the crazy part is I ran a server, a Minecraft server, with these guys back in 2010. So I was right there with them. I can say this. Um, I looked. I would. I'm nerdy, but I looked up to them. Like, God damn, dude! I wish I could do that. You know, the kids that like carry around the Hobbit and mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings books and fucking dictionaries and. <laughs> Um, and Naruto run everywhere and shit like that. Those were the kids that played Dwarf Fortress in the library. Like, what the fuck are you guys playing? This game looks crazy. And they told me the the basics of it, and it always sounded great. And so I always wanted to play it. Um, the fact that, and then it was like this thing, like these guys were carrying around zip drives, and it seemed like a free, like open source thing that blew up. Um, then we would just move to Minecraft right after that, so I never really got to play it. But uh, I definitely will try it once it comes to Steam, because it seems so fucking nerdy. But these were like the everyone's like, oh, it's like today it's cool to be nerdy, but these guys were the like if this was the '90s, they would have been nerdies, like nerds. Um, they're the ones that loved it because it's so simmy. Like I think even like shit were like like squiggles and dashes and dots and I'd be like what is that oh that's my food storage what is this oh those are my walls dude that's a W it seemed very basic but I uh, want to play it yeah it's funny you say that I have my list um, partly because I thought you'd have some feelings about it but also it didn't interest me at all but um, yeah I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at and <laughs> we talked about how uh, doing conferences like this can really help people that are uncomfortable or nerdy or don't speak well and it did not 
you know where I'm going? Yeah. It did not do those guys any favor still. Although this is fucking horrendous. What is this? And the way they were talking, I was like, oh, I feel so bad. And the guy seemed nice, too. Like, yeah. All right, thanks for watching. <laughs> Although he seemed so nice. But this, like, again, like I said, I'm probably the same way. So I can laugh at it, but it was fucking funny. And I didn't know if I was being trolled or something when he... You explained it now, but I didn't even know what the fuck he meant when he said, and now we have graphics. I was like, yeah. is this like a Devolver game? Of course you have graphics. <laughs> it's a fucking game. You need to look at the original Door Fortress. There is no graphics there. They would have, like, a cheat sheet next to them, like, okay, commas or corn. And you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you guys playing? And like, okay, we're getting attacked. And you just see, like, W's, like, slowly moving up on the screen or some weird shit. I, I was confused even while I was watching. So, wait, so... Is this what the game originally looked like, or are these the graphics? Because like, this can't be it, but like the what you're hyping up, right? But I guess now I know that's what the game was <laughs> with the graphics. Oh, man. You know those kids I also used to play Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! in high school with? In my fucking senior year, 2011. Uh, really cool kid. That's where I was. <laughs> I had friends in every group, but... Uh, yeah. Um, was that it for you for day one? No, um, the I think they showed uh, Valheim again in that. Oh, okay. Did they? I think that was think the last. Think so, day. yeah. Yep, but that maybe. Um, this one seems super doomy, but uh, the Ultra Kill. I have that on here too, yeah, and that's yeah, why I'll I put Doom Game. That. That's super doomy. Yeah, that's I think it'd be in head like the. Did, were they gaining health by? Yeah. Killing? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's all I put on as well. That is no Doom game, but that's interesting. <laughs> um, and I actually had two other things besides what you said. Like I said, I actually had quite a few of those, so they lined up. But uh, one goes off the uh, Dwarf Fortress. Was that another one that did the per people no favors? Do you remember the Baldur's Gate demo? No. You need to watch it. It's fucking awesome. You don't have to do it now. But Was this one the last? Or the that's the opened with, right? Not open, but it was uh, pretty early. Was it? Yeah, but, uh, uh, and now for Baldur's Gate, we'll go to whatever the studio is. And this guy, this guy comes in with a real sword. Ah! <laughs> hey, how's it going? And it's so fucking terrible. Oh, man. Uh, you guys realize that this is so easy to get right now, right? You can pre-record everything. Okay, oh, that was bad. Let's not do that. But they still stick with it. When you're live, at least you can have the excuse. Me like, All right, well, you couldn't actually, like, address that, or you got one go at it, and it turned out and nobody laughed but these people do that and still stick with it you should look I it up it. you'll love it yeah that sounds perfect um and then the only other one i had I actually thought was super interesting though was uh again it has ron perlman as the voice of it which i rate his voice is so badass and perfect for video games but the gameplay of it looked a lot like dead nation but like a wild west game so like top down shooter which i again those can be overdone in um, I do remember that one. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I thought it looked really cool. And like I said, that can be overdone, especially in these independent kind of things. So they don't always catch my eye of funny top-down shooters. Like, eh. But I felt like the art style looked so cool. And having him in there and seeming so similar to Dead Nation really caught my attention. For sure. What about uh, day two? Day two. Wow. The <laughs> amount of fucking games on day two. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to chill the fuck out. Um <laughs> Also, to jump back to Door Fortress, I think them adding graphics is gonna shoot them right in the fucking <laughs> right in the head, because I think that's why those why people love it so much is 
Yeah, just how obscure it is. Yeah, so weird. Like if this game could run on like a 1980s computer too. So, um, like the library computers in 2010 was running it. So, um, but the first one that popped out to me, which is kind of unfortunately pretty far on the road uh, on the list, what? Oh, <laughs> that is a fucking ad. Thank you, IGN. Or at least it wasn't the Facebook one that we got a hundred times. Uh, gory, cuddly carnage. Yeah, that game looked awesome. Kind of yeah. like the, you said about his name too, like a mixture between what well you said, Blinks, and then kind of like, and I guess you could say Tony Hawk, and a skater with like a hoverboard, I guess. Um, jet Set would probably better hunt Jet Set mixed with Blinks. Looks, yeah. looks super interesting. Um, before you go any farther, the, the Dwarf Fortress, I feel like that's just be our podcast now. <laughs> that guy's room couldn't have been more depressing. I know these back, do you remember his, when he was doing no. his webcam? It was a, sorry, I hate to interrupt. Oh, no, you're good. What is that? The documentary in, uh, YouTube channel, you're like, you need to check it out. Used oh, for no clip. I think no clip has a, a mini doc on him. Oh, God. I think. Yeah, just that alone with the press. And I know some of these webcams have been cringy and like stuff you could point out, but this guy, and it's going to sound like him being a douche and being generic, but it literally looked like he was in a bedroom in his mom's house and everything behind him was messy and nothing was cleaned oh, up man. and just looked really depressing. I'm thinking back, dude. I feel like th- that game was shareware. <laughs> so it's free. Uh-huh. So he probably, I don't think he's made money. Yeah. That makes so it's sense. It's very possible. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this was, if Minecraft didn't come out when it did, like leading up to Minecraft, Dwarf Fortress was was fresh uh-huh. on everyone's minds. And it felt like the same kids were playing Dwarf Fortress quickly switched to Minecraft. Uh-huh. And that's where I went. So I, I kind of feel for him because there was a chance for him to probably be filthy rich out of yeah. that. And like I said, he seemed nice, so I'm not trying to make fun of him or anything, but it's undeniably still funny. The next one for me was uh, based purely on the art, and um, I feel like these games are going to be the next Doom, but the skate story. I feel like there's a lot of skating games coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, I just like the art if you look at it. Yeah, it was super interesting. I think what would make it great if it lets you do your own soundtrack. Like some games do. Yeah, that'd be cool. Next one for me is Jay and Silent Bob Chronic Blunt Punch. <laughs> and uh, I've just been rewatching all of his movies, so that's why it kind of stuck with me. Yeah, no, those, that really caught my attention. Did you know, did you see they had uh, already released one of those games? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was a thing. The uh, yep. Mall Brawl. It was like an 8-bit. Um, January, I think. Oh, was that? I, I think even, so. Yeah. Um, it was like 8-bit side-scrolling, kind of like Simpsons or whatever, those style of games. I thought it looked really interesting because I was excited about um, Blunt Punch too, but I was like, well, Blunt Punch as well. But I was like, oh, well, I don't know why I should be excited because one of these already came out, and I somehow didn't even know. But, yeah, this one looked really cool and kind of different than the first one. This looks I'm more like 16-bit. And uh, another size scrolling beat em up though, that looked really cool. For sure. Let me look up that. I feel like it was either December or January. Maybe that's why I didn't know. Maybe it was more recent because how this come out, I did not know, especially... As soon as I saw the sequel, or whatever you want to call it, I was like, this looks awesome. And I love Jane Silent Bob like you do. Um, it came out. Where? Probably go to the Wikipedia page. <coughs> yeah, I should have it. Um, oh, it's actually uh, May 7th. Oh, okay. That so makes more sense. May 7th, 2020. Yeah, I want to try that one and try the new one. Um. Oh, the was the Skeleton Crew the one that I mentioned to you? 
Doesn't sound familiar. It was like where the crazy physics with the bodies. Must be forgetting. Um, I don't know. Games. The physics looked absolutely ridiculous <laughs> in that one. God, I am just scrolling on the list of games they uh, showed off there, and there is not. Persona 4 is coming to PC. Uh, I saw that. I just don't give a fuck. No, yeah, me either. Um, oh, the next one for me. I almost thought it was like, man, is this it? Um, the Cabbage Effect. Yeah. That just looks absolutely ridiculous <laughs> in like Adult Swim game. Uh huh. Maybe smoke a blunt and play that or something like that. It just looks absolutely ridiculous. <coughs> um, then they showed Almighty Kill Your Gods again. Mm-hmm. Um, dun, 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 dun. Trash Sailors, they showed that one again, right? Yeah, they showed it again. Uh, <coughs> Side Night and Happiness is getting the game. Shoot me in the head. The people that like that shit in high school was really annoying. Uh, Skatebird. Look kind of cool. Like Tony Hawk yeah. with birds. Oh, this one. Oh my god, I almost forgot about this one. Uh, the Falconeer. Did you watch any of that? It's like where the people were like, it almost reminded me of uh, that PS3 game Lair. I've never seen the this. Dragons. Yeah, I remember that. I've never seen that. Um, that might have been. I think that's it, man. That's it for yeah. me. Falconer and Skatebird were the last two. Um, for me, it was a few of the ones you already said. And then these I m- must have missed the first time, so I didn't have notes for them. So maybe you can help me out some more. I just thought they looked cool when they were going through, but I can't remember exactly now. Uh, Midnight Ghost Hunt. I know it was a first-person, like, shooter, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it looked really cool in the crazy art style I can't remember much about though I said these other games I had notes because I watched them and put them as I was watching them and then I know the other one was uh, Nuts but I can't remember what that one was either That's why Nuts had a really weird um, art style let me I can pull it up it's somewhere on this okay I ain't talking about something else while you're looking because there was one other thing but again not a <laughs> really a positive or a game to look forward to they showed a uh, Hellsinger again, which like I said, I'm really excited for. But when they started out, it was fucking awesome. You would have loved it. But, uh, so they did the normal, like, cutaway to the webcam thing. And it was, uh, Troy Baker, which, um, you might know him. He's, like, a big-time voice actor in video games. But before they went to Troy Baker, they went to, uh, the developer, and his name was David Goldberg. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this guy couldn't... Oh, yeah, I gotcha. Remember that now? Yeah. This guy couldn't give... He was the, I think, the lead designer, and I'm sure he cared. But the way he presented himself, he was he gave no shits about his own game. He was uh, literally lounged back and just just looked way too comfortable. Hey, what's up? Here for Hellsinger, and uh, you gotta watch the way he presents it. Just oh. like he doesn't give two shits about his own game. That he's talking about. <laughs> he's too cool for that. Uh huh. And then the rest of the interview is uh, really natural and actually seems real, which I'm, unlike most of these, like they're just having casual conversation and is not how these things normally go. So it was a really weird intro. I don't know if he did it, like, hey, watch this funny thing I'm going to do or something, because it was really fucking weird. Um, but that's all for me. And then, like I said, we haven't watched Day 3 yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll go through that in the next episode then. So yep. We won't have much information. Yeah. 
Um, Nuts is got a weird ass art style. I almost put that on my list. Um, it's a first person narrative surveillance adventure. Yeah. Um, with bold and visual style. Did you find uh, Midnight? I could not find that, but I sort of no. remember that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Um, you want to get into gaming pickups? Yeah, buckle up. <laughs> buckle up. Because I think with the announcements of the new stuff coming out, holy shit, this gen is like gotten cheap as fuck. Yeah. Um, so make sure you're out there picking up your Xbox 360 and Xbox One games. Okay, I guess we could start off with the first thing I got. I got the Fallout 3 Collector's Edition with both of the DLCs. Nice. All first editions um, with complete, beautiful condition. Manuals crisp. <laughs> Looks like someone just took this stuff out of a wrapper. Mm-hmm. Um, got it for 40 bucks. all of them on eBay. There you go. I won an auction. I couldn't believe it. I was like, that's cheap? Seriously? Yeah. Um, and then I ended up going to Goodwill, and I found... Uh, uh, original Xbox game from Russia with love, 007, and the Halo 3 Collector's Edition. The not the the not the, the helmet, right? Not the helmet, the one below oh. the helmet with the steel book. Really? Oh thick. yeah, that's why. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So now I have every version of Halo 3. Um, then let's see. I went to my mom's hometown, ta- where my mom lives, and they have a couple gaming stores there that have amazing prices what they do is they go under ebay which in about they go about 20 percent under whatever price charting is which is insane to me so it's going to sound a little crazy but these are really rare games um so monsters in my pocket has been on my list for a while batman return of the joker on the nes um got both of those and then i had him throw in uh, Gomon's uh, Great Adventures for the N64. Gomon's by itself is about $85 on eBay. Um, so I got all three of those for 100 which sounds ridiculous, but I, th- I was doing some quick math on eBay, but those I think all three of those would probably be somewhere right around 200 Um I'm not sure. I'd have to look at the yeah. exact comps and all that stuff. Then I went t- over to the next game store, and he just got some Genesis games in. Um, I got Altered Beast. These are all complete. Altered Beast, Mystic Defender, uh, Global Gladiators, um, Pinocchio, which is a Disney Genesis game. Awesome Possum kicks Dr. Machino's butt. And another game that's been on my list for a while is Chuck Rock. I bought all of those and Ghost Squad for the Wii. Great Unreal light gun game if you ever... I've heard of it. I haven't played it. I think it had arcade release too. used to play. Got all those for 60 bucks, which is kind of insane because he was what he was doing was they were complete Genesis games, but he was looking on price charting at um, loose okay, and then taking another yeah. 20, 30 percent off. And I was like, holy shit. Yes, please. <laughs> and that was 60 bucks or 50. I had him. I was like, if I buy all these, you gotta give me a discount. And he got them for 50. And then uh, we can get into a little movies then because then I went <laughs> over to the Goodwill and I'm putting these up on eBay <laughs> because they're out of print Christian movies. <laughs> but uh, I got We Sing in Sillyville, <laughs> which for some reason sells for okay money. Bought it for like two bucks, should get it for 15 20 on eBay. Um, 
Taking advantage of Christian. <laughs> that's right. And then Behind the Waterfall, which is another ridiculous. Um, I think even an internet meme was made around that. So it kind of made the price go up. And then I got a Jim Carrey movie that I might keep that's also out of print called Once Bitten. I believe it's out of print because it's got a crazy price on eBay. Um, and then at another Goodwill, I got uh, An American Tale, uh, Betrayal of the Dove, Winnie, some couple Winnie the Poohs, and Widow's Peak, and some other 99-cent DVDs are out of print for eBay. Good thing to check if you're ever at Goodwill, because sometimes randomly DVDs yeah. go for a decent amount. Um, and then I went to this really weird... I do these online auctions. My mom picks them up for me. But I've never been to go pick it up. And I was like, I've never been. I was like, oh, you haven't? Let's go. We'll go with me. I'll pick it up. I get there, and it's a trailer park. The fuck? This lady and husband own the whole trailer park. And every trailer's full of stuff. And they buy... Every week they're buying storage units. <coughs> and I go in there, and in the middle of the trailer park, where you think would be the manager's office, it's this little building, and it's a thrift store inside of it. So I went in there... And holy shit, did she have a bunch of stuff I wanted. And everything was a generic price. $2 for video games, a dollar for DVDs. So I was just grabbing all kinds of stuff. Um, I got from there, I got uh, on the original Xbox, uh, Need for Speed Underground 2, Super Monkey Ball Deluxe, which you kind of... Oh, yeah. You got me onto that. Got both of those for and Skate 3 for the 360. I got all three of those complete in good shape for $6. And then she had Blu-rays. She didn't care. She said same price as DVDs. So I got a Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F for eBay. Dreepers Creepers 1 and 2 double feature for eBay. Or I might keep that one. I'm not sure yet. And then this one blew my mind. Was DVD, Blu-ray, and digital copy of Shazam. I've been looking for that. And a fucking dollar, dude, for Shazam. Um, I'm glad you brought up Shazam. Um, is there a movie that's a very similar title that you know of as Shazam? Um, yes, there's a Shaq one. Wasn't there a Shaq where he well, was? Well, um, Shazam is Shaq. Are you thinking, isn't it? No, Shazam's that new one with the kids. Oh, the superhero movie. Yeah. Okay. So, was there a movie... Um, what's the one with Shaq called in? Now I'm getting all mixed up. Is that Shazam? Um, Kazam. Kazam. So yeah. do you remember a movie called Shazam that's not that one? No. No? Okay. Wait, um, wait, should I? Um, you probably shouldn't, but, um, so I could have sworn this movie existed and, uh, other people do in the world. I've heard Peter told me about this. It's kind of an internet meme, right? I guess it was. I, I was arguing with people at work, me and uh, my friend Clarence. Going, no, it's Kazam with uh, Sinbad. No, no you're thinking of Shazam. The, the Mandela, Mandela yeah, effect. That's what he said. I was like, that's why I started looking up. So it's not, it wasn't in my mind or anything. I was like, I've fucking seen this movie. And I don't actually believe it or anything. Obviously, it must be something weird, but. If I was a conspiracy theorist, I'd know, there are definitely multiple timelines or something. Because I've seen this movie. I used to, I watched it all the time. I remember the VHS and Clarence like, yeah, me too. That's what I'm saying. I had it. And I was like, this is so fucking weird. And they've even interviewed uh, Sinbad about it. And he said if uh, people can find the VHS or find it, to send it to him immediately. Because he said that 
he uh, doesn't remember doing it, so somebody can prove it. They wants to see it. Dude, do you see any of the mock-ups people made like yeah. fake covers for it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I would have bet a thousand dollars that no, I've seen this movie. And like I say it's not trolling or an internet thing. Or, I know it is now, but I didn't at the time. This was something that, in my mind, I've seen a thousand times. I was like, no, this. I even watched it on repeat. This was one of my movies as a kid. So the fact that it didn't exist, like I said, made me feel like multiple timelines or something. Like, this is fucking nuts. Um, and then I went through DVDs, and on DVD I found Vampire Night. The complete collection. It's a ridiculous anime. It's going to be put up on eBay. Um, One Punch Man. Um, Dragon Ball Super. And then definitely keeping these. Um, she had season one, season two, and season three of Evil of Bam. Bought both of those for two bucks. All Very these nice. were a dollar. Those weren't on Blu-ray, were they? No. I was going to say, I made them on Blu-ray. Um, Pimp My Ride, the complete first season. It looks like it's undressing. <laughs> uh, z- zero No. Oh, God. Uh, the season one through four of Zero No to Zakami. Some fucking. I'll have to ask Anime. Dave when he comes over. Like, <laughs> Dave, are these worth anything? Do you remember when Exhibit said that every time he took off the. Uh, they took off the. What do you call it? The coat for the car. I'm blanking on the word. No. Um, what was that called? Um, put over I'd say cover almost. I thought I had a name for it. But yeah, every time he took off the cover. Cloth or something. Um, exhibit, it looks like it's undressing because the car will begin taking its clothes off. I don't remember that. It's so fucking dumb, but it's something that's ingrained in my mind because he always said it was so dumb. I watched the show a lot. Oh, me too. Did you get the video game too? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking yeah. sucked. But Fuck. It was, <laughs> I loved it. Um, then another DVD called The Call. I don't know why I grabbed that. <laughs> there was something special about it. I can't remember. And then four copies of Naruto um, because they do well on eBay. And then this weird-ass movie called Play Dead with uh, our boy Fred Durst. I, oh, like, I got to grab this. Um, then I got the complete first and second seasons of Sliders, Dual Dimension Edition. <laughs> no idea what the fuck it is. The worst part is I didn't have cell phone service out there. So I was like, "Yeah, okay, anime does well. Um, and then I got the le- Legacy of Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's a fucking four-disc DVD collection of his first match all the way through his career. This is fucking perfect. Yeah. Um, and then there was this locally made Columbus TV show called Ad TV. Um, it looks horrendous. I was like, I gotta fucking have that. Um, so I grabbed that. And then, of course, Meyer had their sale. And so I got the Fallen Order for, what did I say, 20 bucks? Yeah. Battlefield 5 for 9 bucks. And then for the total of, well, here's the whole, all the games got on sale. Valkyrie, Eve for uh, PSVR. Yeah. Blood and Truth, Loading Human, Concrete Genie. Sorry, Casey. I went to Sony Myers for you, buddy. Oh, it's okay. He wanted me to get this for him because it's only 7 bucks. It's so cheap. Uh, Werewolves Within on the PS4. Then for the Xbox One, I got uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Trials, uh, Fractured Butthole, MX and ATV All Out, World of Final Fantasy Maxima, Mega Man 11, Mega Man X Legacy Collection 1 and 2, No Man's Sky. I got some weird Fortnite skin bundle that's immediately going to get sold on eBay. Uh, Crackdown 3, uh, um, um, Crash Team Racing, um, Dishonored Definitive Edition, Final Fantasy XV, um, 
the fuck is that one? Uh, oh, Monster World. Sorry, the camera was shaky. Darksiders 3 and <coughs> Agents of Mayhem. I spent a grand total of $140. Not bad at all. And the cool part is I'm keeping my receipts because it counts the savings because they were 50% off and then anything that was discounted was also 25% off. So that means 75% off or 50% off of the already discounted 50%. The Meyer receipt counts the original price of when that game was brand new. So my receipt was like saved like $320 or something bananas like that. But uh, last night my girlfriend was like, fuck are you doing? <laughs> and it sounds like I buy a lot because I do. But listen, I, I drive a shitty car. We bought a cheap house. <laughs> My entire existence, the food I eat, everything is cheap, just so I can buy games like this. <laughs> and it's totally worth it. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> um, I'm just waiting for my girlfriend to kill me. <laughs> I was at this thrift store loading all the stuff up at the trailer park, and he's like, wow, you're not going to see him for a week. And I was like, what is it? Like, I think she was insinuating I lived in my mom's basement <laughs> or something, and like my mom won't see me. She's like, oh, he lives in Columbus. And so when he comes out, we like to, you know, do these things. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, well, at least he's got a very understanding girlfriend. And I realized, like, wow. Yeah, who the fuck? <laughs> like, the other day I brought home a box of, like, 40 DVDs. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Most sane people be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're never going to watch these. But I enjoy it, man. <laughs> I enjoy buying stuff and putting it on a shelf. <laughs> I love buying $140 worth of video games at a grocery store. Did you want to get any more of your games then? Or are those the... Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot on the way over here. Best Buy announced today. Was it today only? Um, I'm not sure. GameStop sales like this are usually to one day. Yeah. But for $5, um, I realized why I thought it was a year old. They announced this a year ago. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Probably at E3. Uh, Bleeding Edge for $5. I don't know if... You can probably zoom in and see my address. Who knows? Uh, for five bucks, got that. Um, and then for like 15 bucks, I got this. Silent Hill Downpour. It's like a $40 game. $30, $40 game. Um, I went there to get uh, Vita games. And unfortunately, later walked in. Whole story. And kind of bought it before I could. Um, and then I got Drive Girls on the Vita for $12. That might have been the $40 game. I don't remember anymore. And then this was even more discounted than what it says. Um, this little tin here. It says GameStop on the back and Xbox for $1.97. <laughs> and I had GameStop credit. So yeah. So um, whatever that is. I gotcha. Isn't it disgusting how much I bought? <laughs> That's one week. It is, but yeah, it is. So it's a really good deal. As long as you're okay at that, so yeah. Yeah, and I just like I have this in my mind. I'm like, dude, I get those if 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 <laughs> shit hit the fan, my house caught on fire or something. Well, if my house caught on fire, the game would be gone. That makes no sense. But if I had to, I could put this stuff on eBay. And yeah. When I buy games, I always think like I could sell this for more money on eBay, and it's a way to justify my hoarding and <laughs> try to make sense of it. Um, so we plan to record this whole thing and then do EA afterwards. It's already 6.20, so should we stop here, you think, and then yeah. pick up where my game pickups are? Oh, pick up. Oh, sure. And then uh, record the rest and come back for our EA? Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Oh, no, you're good. I knew this was going to take fucking six years. Let's do it. And we're back. 
Um, I realized we were going to get my gaming pickups, but I realized we missed a couple things news-wise. The first one being that um, Nintendo is bringing Poke or Pokemon Company, I guess, is bringing Pokemon Snap to the Switch, and um, it's just a re-release of the 64 game. But anybody who hasn't played it, it's worth playing. It's a great game. I don't know if I said it on a podcast or not. I still am confused why I haven't made a new Pokemon Snap game. Because I think the first one is a really creative different game. And uh, a nice twist on the same Pokemon game we get every single year. Yeah. And uh, it's weird because I feel like their last three devices have been perfect for it. The 3DS would have been perfect because you could have used the AR they had in it. The Wii U was like portable and... Uh, um, console i guess you want to call it i would perfect because the gyro and you could move it around and then the switch is obviously a extension of that and a better version of it so i really hope they're testing this to be able to do a brand new pokemon snap but i guess i also i don't even i want a new pokemon snap but i guess I, at the same time i don't even know if that's actually what i want because a new pokemon snap probably means the 2000 new pokemon and <laughs> all new things I don't know I feel like Pokemon Snap maybe it's just kind of a nostalgia thing and wouldn't really work now but in theory I want it and even if it, I don't like it I just I think it's ridiculous they haven't went back to it in some way I feel like it's gonna be my second most played Pokemon game really and this is how much of a noob I am with Pokemon my first one would be Pokemon Go I feel like Pokemon Go has a lot of the snap features in it too kind of what you're explaining yeah. yeah that was another thing when I thought that before Pokemon Go, but yeah, then they made that, and I was like, why have, how have they not made this? Yeah. I'm not sure. I was going to say it was probably my third, but the early Game Boy games, I don't know, there might be a couple of those that are at the top. Definitely Yellow was my first overall, I know for sure, and then probably both the Pokemon Stadiums and then Pokemon Snap, I would guess, and then maybe another Game Boy game before that. Um, and then the other news was the uh, Squadron trailer, but I guess... They showed that more EA, so we get to talk about that when we talk about EA. Yeah. But then something I don't even know if you saw it was uh, from 10 minutes ago. It Ooh. leaked. Um, it's a leak from, uh, where did it come from? Somebody called Plumber. We got a leak. God, I hate you so much. We got a leak. One of the uh, porn outlets. Did you say it, porn outlets? Foreign. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, you this, uh, porn got something else on your mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He Buck Angel, so but uh, that's what they're not long for. Come on, <laughs> uh, just whatever you do, don't Google Buck Angel. <laughs> Trevor's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> um, um, but <laughs> the thing that came out today, and it's a leak from uh, a foreign, uh, <laughs> a foreign website, is that uh, they're coming out with a new Crash Bandicoot game. Oh shit! And they actually had the art of it and everything i can show you maybe we can post a uh, picture but it's uh crash bandicoot 4 um it's about time and this is like an actual true sequel and it's made uh by toys for bob which they made uh the spyro trilogy and uh skylanders and then they also helped make the uh insane trilogy yeah so i feel like that's a perfect developer and the uh insane trilogy sold super well so i feel like it makes complete sense yeah for there to be a true sequel to well, even, Crash. Didn't they do uh, Crash Team Racing as well? Yeah, and that sold really well. Yeah, man. That was a well... So my shouts out to Andrew. He loves uh, those types of racers, and he thinks... He's played majority of them. He's really good at them. And he thinks Crash Team Racing is uh, could easily be in the top two or three 
ever. Yeah, oh, I think so too. I think Mario Kart's the top, obviously, and then I'd say that's probably underneath that. Not, not even putting a ton of time into it. That's playing yeah. as a kid, and then a little bit of the the remake. I was gonna say the trilogy, but the remake. I think my number one's the Nickelodeon one. Really? No, I've yeah, never I just played. I don't believe you. <laughs> Who's your favorite racer? Which Ninja Turtle? <laughs> uh, but uh, SpongeBob's gay. Before we get into EA and uh, the rest of the show, we can do my game and pickups. Which oh. my game and pickup is an unboxing. And something we talked about probably what two months ago at this point now. So yeah, it's not it's actually been a game and pickup from this time, but it's uh, I actually don't, gotta be honest, I don't remember exactly what I ordered. I think I just did the PS4 version though. I thought you did both. I thought so, but then I was questioning it because I was like, I think I changed my mind because I was buying the digital version. And I realized the, well, I think I said on the podcast that the digital digital version was cross buy, so I think I changed my mind. But I guess we'll see when we open it. And I don't think we even said it yet. Twin Breaker, a sacred symbol. Can I look at the thing here? Yeah. My favorite one's how they hid your name. Hidden you. <laughs> so like a ninja. Yeah, say I'd be okay if that be my name. Um Description of con- I love looking at the customs labels. Yeah. They're always so funny because they'll they can actually open this up and inspect it. Um it says description of contents, video games. <laughs> Weight is a half a kilogram. How much was this? Oh, spoilers. I know what's in here. Do you? Can we tell you? I'll let you open it. Yeah. I'm going to say, we can, we can open it and see. You're going to be happy. Oh, okay. You're real happy. Oh, you guys aren't going to like this. Oh, you guys are not going to like what just happened. I got to be a professional unboxer. I'm going to cut myself and it's going to be on video. I hope so. I think it's a snake steak knife. Yep. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was a close one. Yeah, I'll move away. Oh, I don't really need to be on the mic, I guess. That was, just, that was so close to your finger. <laughs> um, Casey's opening it. Sliding down. The, oh, going right through the custom label. Right across the... <laughs> right across the, the label of the game. He actually just ripped the label of the game. Okay, we're going to do this again. You're making me so nervous right now. <gasps> oh! This is some cool tape. This is PlayAsia on it. Yeah. Custom tape. Um, it's a cool little box. I like the packaging. There we go. Alright. Oh shit. You got some cards? Yep. Play exclusives. Shot. What's up? What else is on here? Ooh, you got a little coin? Is that a coin? Yeah, looks like they have some kind of loyalty program. Oh, oh, there goes the coins. You yep. just gave it out. It's not even a code. Oh. So. Oh. I think I've bought two things off PlayAsia. Show me, Daddy. It's a sticker. Stay safe, <laughs> strong. Oh, stay strong, safe? What? <laughs> what? Really? What kind I think of it's English to, uh, is this? <laughs> I think it's supposed to say it work both ways, stay safe, stay strong, but they didn't put, like, just cover both of them. You know what this would be good, what Reddit this would be good for? What's that? There's a Reddit called, uh, don't open, or don't dead open inside or whatever oh, that yeah. walking dead thing is, that you could definitely get some points off that. Oh, okay, so I did order both. You ordered both of them, buddy. Yep. Good thing you read the label. <laughs> so I think that was a good are. idea, though. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Got both of them here. Is it a 
I didn't expect this kind of case for these. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. Boy. I'm getting like a VHS vibe. Yeah. And then, oh, there's stickers. <gasps> these guys right here. I don't even know. They're showing up on camera. You got stickers for each of them. The Vita version, PS4 version. There they are. You gonna open them? Open them? Um, you want me to open them now? No, it's up to you, buddy. I'm not gonna force you. I'll wait. I probably will open them because if we ever get them, meet them, I won't want them to sign them. I'm not gonna have them sign on that thing, but yeah. I guess I'll wait for now. Cool, cool. Um, so should we save EA for the end and do the normal show for now? Or you want to get straight sure. to EA? Okay. Save EA for the last. So what have you been playing? Um, I have only been playing one game. Okay. I went to I went to play my Xbox mm -hmm. and they must update a game pass. Can't play offline anymore. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's like something recently happened because I wanted to talk about that update where they put game pass in the games in your inventory. If it's from game pass, yeah. it was nice. Keeps things nice and organized. That was one of my big, my big issues. <coughs> um, where things get kind of confusing though, if it's on all three, it'll say, Oh, this is from gold. Even though it's like, Oh, I have yeah. physically own it and it's on game pass. But, yeah, so literally just that. But I got pretty far in it. I think I'm getting towards the end. I'm in, like, the highest level areas, and the, they're nothing. I'm just killing them. Um, I don't give a shit. I walk across the land. I was going to make fun of you, but then we might go back in time. I could have completely missed it. Do you say what game it was? Oh, yeah, Dragon Warrior. Okay. Yep. I had a mystery. You didn't say it, so that's why I wasn't sure. Well, I went from Dragon Warrior to Xbox Game Pass, not, not letting me do shit. Um, matter of fact, live on the mic, I'm going to search this up because I'm really nervous. I've been so afraid that I'm not going to... I've been texting you, like, did you get yours yet? Uh-huh. And my girlfriend said there's no packages on the door. As I was... I brought video games up from the basement after she saw what I bought at Meijer and then paid our one friend for video games that was upstairs already and then asked her if more video games appeared on the door. And all she said to me... She said... All she said was, wow, more video games or something like that? Most people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, like, grab me or something. She's so understanding. It's insane. Um, oh, you requested 10 cents. I forgot all about the pizza. How could you? It was classic. I totally forgot. I'm going to complete that right now live on the mic. I'm paying Casey. Oh, the notification went away. That means I don't have to pay you. <laughs> um, you charged me and said classic like Taylor Swift. Yeah, because she has a lyric called Red this says Red Lip Classic, and she was born in 1989, has an album called that, and it says 1989 on the box because that's when they were um, formed. So, uh, how much was it? Ten seventy-five. Yeah, we got on your goddamn tangent about. At some point, you gotta realize every she has a song for everything. <laughs> yeah, but you also gotta factor in the year that's on there. That's a little, the year she's born, the year of an album she has. Hello. That is a little crazy. And it's, mm -hmm. is it your favorite pizza? Would you put that? It's your up favorite? there. Not my favorite, but definitely top five. Who's your favorite? La Rosa's. La Rosa's, really? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. Really. Um, no, I would have thought maybe Donato's. It's up there. Is and it? Yeah. That's top fiver as well, as we call them. Um, would it play Asia? Mm hmm Let's see. I have no new updates from them. <laughs> I do see my order. So we can go over to where I bought two of each. <laughs> um... You view your personal order details page. I don't see the ship. I don't see anything on here, man. 
else's track here? And it's opening up a, these international things are weird. Um, this is making good pa- podcasting right now. But this is this is like my own unboxing. I'm just paranoid because I don't know people listening to this, all three of you. Um, this is one and done. There's yeah, no more of these. Limited. And maybe I could message on the Patreon, but I think the best I could do for me is a refund. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't. I literally can't even track this. What the fuck? Copy link text. Track here. We go over to this international tracking thing. I hit paste. Find. This item is expected to have arrived in the United States. It's a big place. Go hunting. The hell? Oh, it's reverse dates because it said September 6th. But it's it ended up here on the 9th. <laughs> Just... That's all it says. Um, I don't know. I'll keep you updated. I'm going to tell you now. I bet you get it within next week. I'm calling it. I hope so. Once and it's in my hand, I feel a little bit more comfortable. And if you don't, I think you're getting more than a refund because I, I feel like majority of people are going to get it. And if not, I feel like Colin's going to make sure he takes care of it. But that's just my thinking. Yeah. My anxiety is like, it's gone. It's lost in the mail. FOMO. And that's all for you, though? Yeah. Well, you're a lying dog-faced pony soldier because me and you played some Anthem. We got to play we the did. first mission. It was right after the last podcast. Yeah. I know. It feels like it was forever ago, but it was this week. Um, what did you think of it? I know we only played a mission, but... It's good. I want to play it because right now, since my basement flooded, I'm playing on that little tiny screen. Yeah. I'd like to see it on a big screen. It looked beautiful on your screen. I think I'd like it more. But uh, it feels like a better destiny. I like the combat, and I have I don't see any issues with it so far. Yeah, that's how I feel. I definitely just like destiny, even though the gameplay's solid and there's a lot there. I could see it getting old, but I don't think I'd actually make it a bad game. I think most things that get old like that, and people say they're boring, just because they put like 50 hours into it, and I don't really think that's on the game at that point. If you're bored by it, I think you got your money's worth, and if you're bored of it, you probably move on to something else. Not really the game's fault. Because, well, we bought it for five bucks. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah, so <clears throat> solid uh, shooting, gameplay. I think a pretty game, and we're having fun with it. It's only first mission, so we'll see where it ends up. But uh, I put besides that, oh, you did play something else. You played Twin Breaker for the first time. Oh, yeah, just, just before did. this podcast. Yeah. Um, when we played, it was kind of just like a party-style game, just passing controller, but did you like it? Yeah, I really liked it, and... Um one of those, one more, one more, one more. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to do better. I want to do better. Yeah, definitely. Because um, I want to see those S's. Yeah. That's why I need to go back through and do. I looked in the PS4 version. I actually have over 6% of the trophies without really going for them yet. Which I told you, I think it's one of the things I like about it is that, and I was surprised me knowing Colin. I thought there was going to be some trophies in there that were ridiculous and unattainable, but it doesn't seem that way. For sure. And I want to... It'd be cool to be my because I never got a platinum. Oh, really? I think it'd be a cool first platinum. Yeah, definitely. You know, I've never gotten a, uh, all achievements in a game either. Really? I thinking back, I think I might have got it on Call of Duty Four, but I don't remember. I don't have access huh. to that account anymore. Yeah, that was what two thousand seven. Think so. 
Sounds oh. right. I was playing that game the the morning of before I started high school, my first day of high school. I was playing with these guys that were like in their thirties and forties and I was like it was like six AM. I've been I've been up all night. Um I was like, guys, I'm going to high school for the first time. They're like, the fuck, how old are you? I'm fourteen. Like, Whoa. But uh I think they might have creeped him out. They never accepted any one of my invites after that. Could have been reversed and been creepy the other way. So I guess you left out. I did. I did, but that's my vivid memory of talking to these, these guys. Yeah. And then they stopped talking to me once I told them my age. Fifteen. I got held back. Because um, I was so smart. <laughs> besides that, I played a couple more hours of Sunset Overdrive. Still really enjoying that game. And every time I play it, it's ridiculous but fun. That's what I tried to play, man, when they told me. Oh, really? And I was going through all my Game Pass games. Said so you got to connect online. Yeah, I want you to play more of it because I don't want to spoil anything. And I still want to talk to you about the parts I told you about that I don't want definitely want to spoil. Yeah. Um, and then besides that, I tried the Iron Man VR demo. And it was fantastic. Really? Uh, yeah. Actually, you should. I don't know if you'll play it tonight or not, but you should try it. There's a um, kind of a weird tutorial that seems almost glitchy and seems like a tech doesn't work. But once you get past that and you're playing a real game, it's uh, like something I've never done in VR and is super impressive sure. and uh, it's a lot of fun. And um, I think it makes perfect sense for VR, which is like I said, I just, if they couldn't make Iron Man VR, then I don't know how you're going to make a good Iron Man game because it's fucking made for VR with putting a helmet on and everything that's pretty much just going inside of VR. What are you fighting? Um, with this one, you're trying to save a plane from gro- going down. There's these... Uh, mysterious enemies that are attacking you. I think that's part of it. You, you don't know who the enemy is yet. Al-Qaeda? Yeah. Um, actually 2001. But uh, they're like even presenting it that way. Like There's little like, text bu- bubbles that pop up and it doesn't say who the enemy is. I'm sure comic fans will probably know right away, but I have no idea who it is. Um, but it's really cool. And the uh, tutorial threw me off a little bit and was frustrating. But then I also realized that people... Um, I feel like Judge VR way too harsh and even me a little bit. I think I'm more patient with it because I think the tech is super impressive, but even me, I started judging it, but then I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this because I feel like people are way too hard on VR because if a game has glitches or rough spots, people are just like, huh, and work past it, but VR, there's like, yeah, this thing's broken immediately instead of just trying to figure out or see if it takes a little bit to get used to or whatever. And I feel like that's why Iron Man is that it is so different. You kind of got to get used to it, and it seems almost like it's broken because you're not used to it. Really? It's pretty close to picking up a VR, buddy. Oh, uh, where are you? Before I before I realized Meyer was having such a crazy sale, um, I almost took the money I spent on those games, and uh, most Myers right now have the newer VR bundle, oh. and uh, real close to grabbing it. And uh, But I, I think I'm, I'm close because I've been picking up a lot of VR games. Yes. Um, what did I say in pickups? Like there was like four or five VR games. Yeah, I think there's four. Do you hear our friend Dave say he got one? Did yesterday? he? Holy yeah, cow! So we all give him a good start. Like I said that's my only downside of VR right now. Well, aside from little things, but not being able to play the multiplayer games with people because I don't know anybody that has it. Um, and then played some uh, more Madden and uh, trending towards the playoffs again right now. Trevor is uh, falling apart and looks like he's going <laughs> to miss the playoffs for the first time in franchise history. Wow. So that's kind of true to life with the Dolphins, though. <laughs> um, and then the rest of what I played 
were kind of like, I'm just going to go through fast for the most part because it was when Michaela was over, my little sister. Um, we played some VR, we played Job Simulator, and we actually platinumed it, weird enough. Nice. And that game's uh, pretty easy platinum, but a rewarding one because I feel like it's kind of like Twin Breaker where there is some things you kind of got to figure out, like Easter eggs and like some challenging stuff, but not the stuff that's just so frustrating that makes you not want to play it, which I feel like uh, for the most part, that's how I like trophies. I do think it's cool to have really challenging ones, but I think for the most part, it should be like that and also encourage you to try different things that you wouldn't have or try new modes or something, not just over the top or things that take a thousand hours. Yeah. Um, and then we played Beat Saber, which is always fun, and Nidhogg 2. Um, you remember Nidhogg, right? The yeah. first one? Yep. The second one... We only played a few rounds, so I'm not going to judge too harsh yet, but have you seen any gameplay of it or pictures or anything? No, I haven't, but I know you were telling me in one of the episodes it's uh, changed a little bit. Oh, did I? I remember yeah. talking about it here. Yeah, they completely changed the whole art style. They made it like more realistic now and um, not pixelated, and I feel like that was the whole, what made the whole art style of the first one cool was that it was so simplistic, but the, as far as just the raw gameplay, it was so smart, and the way they left the blood trail so you could see how much yeah. the death was in every spot and where the action was. I thought it was really cool. And then they do a weird thing, too. They added so much, and I feel like, like I said, I feel like some games try and add so much stuff, but they can't just realize that less is more sometimes. Like, they added a bone arrow and all these crazy weapons. And I feel like that's, what, like I said, what made Nidhogg such a smart game is that you didn't need much, but no. so easy. And that's... It also helped just like that when we're in party mode and passing back and forth. Everybody can get into it in like two seconds because all you need to know is two buttons. They should have included like a classic mode or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would be cool. Like I said, I haven't played much of it, and I did think there were some cool changes. So maybe if I play more, I'll feel different. Because in it, hard, there is some frustrating things. So maybe that's part of why they put that stuff in there to combat some of the annoying things that can happen. Um, and then we actually played some uh, Twin Breaker that day too. And then on um, the E3 night, we uh, kind of did the same thing. We played Stick Fold, which I don't know if you played that. We played it last E3. It became a, or two E3s ago, actually. It was a game that we played all the time. Um, what was it called again? Stick Bold. It's no, kind of like a. I would have remembered that. Um, a crazy version of Dodgeball. It's just really cartoonish graphics. And um, you guys are in, you're in a court and you can. It's just essentially dodgeball, but these crazy-ass rules with, like, uh, you can have a hot dog machine come through, and then you can start grabbing hot dogs and throwing them. And then when somebody dies, they go on the sideline and can start using power-ups to make, like, go a shark go through and kill people or use a waxer come through and kill people. But it's just a, a perfect game for that kind of thing where party game, everybody can get into it in two seconds. That sounds sick, and I'm kind of sad I missed that out. Um, we should have more E3 coming up, hopefully. And uh, remind me, because everybody's liking it, and we were having a ton of fun. So I'll de definitely be down again. And like I said, we kind of brought it back, so we did a couple of E3s ago. And I think you'd like it a lot. It's uh, a really fun game. Like I said, it's easy to get into, but it's also easy to start like talking shit and to get way too over the top with it, but in a fun way, not be the kind of people that gets all mad at each other, but like, oh, fuck you. And yeah. And just like, oh, you got me. And that's exactly what's happening. We're all just yelling at each other. And it was a ton of fun. Um, where you're looking at pictures. How do you spell it? 
um, S-T-I-C-K-B-O-L-D. A dodgeball adventure? Yeah. I didn't know there's a, a subtitle. I don't remember this. I think I actually first played it oh, at PAX. That's what, I wasn't there last year at E3. I forgot I was in Florida. It was uh, two years ago. Two I'd years? Say, yeah, because I remember it was uh, at the old house. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Because yeah, I think Danielle I even said it was last year, but I was like, wait, we did that at the other house. I don't know if you... Oh, God. It's a limited game release, too, so who knows how much that fucker's uh, up to. Yeah, I just have the digital version. Oh, it's only up to 40 bucks. It's not as bad as I thought. Oh, someone's selling one with the card for 25 Yeah. Um, remind me, we can play it again. We also played more Beat Saber and Job Simulator, and then I had people try the Iron Man VR demo. And you know how um, having people, especially when people are in that big groups, usually people aren't patient. And if there's issues like that, they fade out right away. Like I kind of like I told you, people are not patient with that at all. Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised. Uh, Clarence, my friend that came over, mm-hmm. I was like, you can try it, but you're not going to be patient enough to do it. And no, I'll play it. And he had the same reaction to me. Kind of like, I don't, this seems like kind of messing up. And then he actually did stick with it. And he's like, this is fucking awesome. I'm going to buy VR now. And uh, <laughs> I was like, man, this is, this is exactly what I was hoping for with this kind of game. If I got the VR, would you get that one shooter with me? You might even hardly have it, where it's like um, realistic. Talking about uh, there was uh, a couple, but the one that came with the gun. Yeah, you're talking about uh, God, what's it called? It's kind of like Rainbow. I mean, uh, Siege, right? Yeah, yeah, I own it. So do you? Oh Perfect. yeah, and that's the only reason I haven't played it because that game it <clears throat> depends so much on teamwork and people actually a fair amount of people do communicate. And most of them actually aren't douchey, like, squad leaders. Most of them are pretty nice, actually. But still, it's not as fun playing people you don't know. And they do get the squad leaders every now and then, and I can't do it. They're uh, wearing fatigues while they play. Uh-huh, yeah. Then we played some uh, Gang Beast and some Smash Bros. And Smash Bros, I don't know why I don't play more of it. I love it so much, and I used to feel like our go-to party game. I feel we need to get back to it. It was so much fun the other night. It's great. Yeah, I haven't played since their 3DS days. But really? Yeah. yeah. I don't even have all the... They were all freaking out that I don't even have all the characters unlocked. I probably have like <laughs> 30% of them, but I need to play more, and that's how you unlock them. So if we start doing that, we get more. Yeah. Um, what have you been watching, buddy? Um, Lost. I was, today I was running behind so much I was watching it while I was mowing. Like had it up here and yeah. self-propelled mowers so I could actually stare at it. Um. I didn't know this was basic knowledge, but the response was <laughs> streaming compared to Blu-rays is not the greatest. Oh. Blu-rays by far the best. I thought, yeah, I thought, especially how you're a collector and you like physical, I thought you knew that. No, that's uh, I don't, I don't really like judge between the two. If something's on Blu-ray, oh, I probably won't pick up the DVD. Um, but yeah, that was crazy. I thought at least Hulu could kind of look similar, but not really. Yeah, for me, I. I'm not like a snob or anything. I actually watch most of the Lost when I was catching up on Hulu just because I've already seen it so I could do it while I was doing other stuff so I didn't want to have the Blu-ray on. But uh, I feel like that's more why I used use that kind of stuff for is convenience and not really like the best pictures when I want to use a Blu-ray or even a DVD. I feel like a lot of times can be better than streaming. That's funny, man. Yeah. So I learned that. Um, besides that, I did I did have some little things here and there. Let me pull up my notes again. I can say, we can get back to yours. 
I also watched Lost 2 and got caught up before tonight. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, we did our weekly Lost events for the first time in, what, probably two and a half months. And all got together and watched it. And it uh, kind of felt like a Lost episode, all of us getting together and being together again. And <laughs> it was just a ton of fun. I enjoyed it a lot and looking forward to being able to do it on Thursdays again now. Did you watch anything else? Yeah, I did. I just didn't want to talk over all yours if you want to. I can go on to mine, though. You know, honestly, I think it's all I've watched, man. Really? Yeah, I've been so busy. I gotcha. Um, yeah, I watched uh, the first episode of uh, Space Force, the new Steve oh, Carell yeah. comedy. Um, I, I thought pretty bad things. Really? Yeah. yeah I was going to say, I've only seen one episode, so I'm not going to judge too much either way. But I thought the idea what sounded fucking hilarious when I heard about it, because the Space Force already is kind of a very funny topic, and then combine that with like the office style humor as that sounds like just straight gold and the first episode i didn't think it was bad at all but yeah there was like a few times i smiled and that was about it the office i felt like i was laughing out loud a lot of times and there's like characters i really care about this i feel like nothing was bad about it to me but nothing stuck out stuck out at all just kind of yeah yeah that was good and it kind of just ended but that's just one episode so i see i didn't know people were saying bad things though yeah i i heard early reviews it wasn't good. Um, and then there's another Mandalorian Monday, and I missed it last week. We watched two episodes. I didn't put the titles of this one. I should have, but I know they were going over um, the, more of the process of filming, which was uh, super interesting. I think you would like a lot. And then the second one, I can't remember what that topic was. I'll try and remember to look them up, so I'm not just sitting here thinking forever. But then... uh at the drive-ins the past couple times, I forgot that I saw Lego Batman last time is one I saw. If you haven't seen it, have you seen that, actually? Part of it. I had to leave and go to work. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was fucking hilarious and adorable, especially if you like the regular Lego movie. And Will Arnett does a perfect douchey Batman, and I feel like it's just so <laughs> well for it. That. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then I saw um, the watch the movie Holes. Oh, it's a great one. It is. Um, I didn't. I wasn't offended at all. I'll start with, but I didn't realize how that movie is probably oh, like early two thousands. I should have looked it up. But how m- much that movie not even fly nowadays? And I know we talked about that with movies in like the eighties or even nineties, but this movie is early two thousands, and that movie did not fly at all. Even the basic premise of it that he does something relatively innocent and pretty much goes to a slave camp where he calls the uh boss miss or what is it mr sir how's this is <laughs> and then i think it was in middle school you got okay. me wondering this might even be like mid 2000s like um, 2005 2003 maybe 2003 2003 did you ever read the book as a kid no it's good i actually even avoided the movie for a while because all my friends wouldn't shut up about it <laughs> but then i finally watched it yeah that's pretty good it's supposed to be a sequel really a uh, book okay not a movie um I wish I would have taken notes while I was watching it. I know a few of the things. Um, they say shit, damn, and hell as PG. <laughs> and um, one of the uh, the leaders, there's um, a Spanish kid in it, uh, or Hispanic kid, and he's speaking Spanish. He's like, you're in America, speak, speak English now. I was like, that would <laughs> not fly at all. And I thought it was good. I so said I didn't care at all. Just these things were sticking out to me, just because how fast things can change. The early from the movie, movie from the early two thousands, 
how just so dead it would be now if it did that. Yeah. And I know I'm missing a lot of things that they said. I should have taken notes, but, and I was, I'm definitely not offended because I was laughing out loud at him, but I just couldn't believe the, <laughs> how different movies are, even from the early 2000s. I uh, bought a bearded dragon because of that movie. Because they, they weren't bearded uh-huh. dragons in the movie, but that's what they used. Oh, yeah. You can. Um, that whole scene is real silly. I don't know if you remember it. They're they like uh, stand up, right? For yeah, after being there. Well, not even just they looked bad, but yeah, they're in that hole the entire night. Now, don't move an inch. And then when all the bad guys come there and, hey, we're here for it. And you're not here for it. And just all stand up immediately and all these dragons just fall off them. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought, what happened to not moving and not saying a word? And they just, when it's convenient, you just, all of them just fall off of you and just stand up. <laughs> yeah, I would, have been, uh, I would have been one of your friends that was nuts about that movie. Came my existence for a little bit. Um, did those peaches still look as delicious as they did back then? Um, when he's uh finds uh, what was her name? Found her peaches like in a jar that she gave to that guy. Actually, Sam. I remember that. I remember the the onions they were eating. Yeah, I remember the peaches. There was like a jar of peaches that he ate. Huh. That had been super alcoholic. I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah, not sure. I remember that. Kate Burla, was that her name? Yeah. Yeah, and her lipstick. What was it? Rattlesnake Venom or something? Yeah. God, I haven't oh. seen that movie in a while. That was the thing that caught me most off guard. That was this movie. Uh, like I said, there was already a lot of things that definitely people call racist. The fact just uh, the slave owner alone being Mr. Sir. But um, <laughs> then, did you remember they um, clearly implied the dude being racist and going out and um, murdering the main black character. Sam? Is that his name? I think it was Sam. Yeah, they, he's trying to get away on a boat, and they just shoot him in the back of the head. I think so, yeah. This, even racial thing aside, or <laughs> it being current day, them showing somebody getting shot in the back of the head when not flying PG, and especially because he's a certain color. I thought, holy shit. Can I, can I show you something crazy? Yeah. So you know the, the little cute kid that, eat, well, he's the one that ate the peaches? Oh, yeah, we looked it up. You see what he looks like now? Yeah. Uh-huh. What the hell, dude? So different. Yeah. Um, let's yeah, I want to ruin it for you because I remember Mikhail looked it up and showed me. Yeah, Sam. Sam was his name. Yeah. Sam. And then Madame Zeroni, I think, is the one that might have given him the peaches. I can't remember. Let me that see if it's peaches. Right. I loved that movie. I didn't read books, and that made me read a book. And I would have been in fifth grade, I think. I also was addicted to, did you ever watch uh, Because of Winn-Dixie? No, I did, but I couldn't even tell you anything about it, because I kind of just watched it here and there. It's also another book where I was like, I read it. Um, yeah, Finding Jars of Fermented Peaches. It was still edible and tasted good. It was sloshy and mushy, so he named, nicknamed it. You ready for this? Do you remember this? What the peaches were nicknamed? I feel like I remember, I don't Real remember, dirty. but... Sploosh? Uh, yeah, that's... Fucking what the hell? Uh, yeah, no, that's... uh. That's one of those I would have taken, and like I said, I got, I'm going to try and start taking notes like that overall, not just for press conferences of stuff like that, so I can remember it, because, yeah, they, they says floosh was already sounded so gross to me, but then I started <laughs> saying stuff that definitely, either they were so innocent that they didn't realize what they were writing, or they definitely realized what they were writing, because it wasn't just that, they added so much stuff that would have made sense with that, that would have made dirty, and they, they went all in on it, <laughs> um, but besides that, the, uh, I went to another drive-in last night and saw um, Twister and the Goonies. And oh, man. 
Yeah, it was good stuff. Twister. <laughs> yeah, that movie. I knew it wouldn't hold up, and it definitely mm. didn't, but it's still enjoyable. <laughs> How was that scene? How'd that hold up? Which one? Um, oh, the cow. The yeah, cow. Yeah, it looked fucking terrible. <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, do you remember everyone freaking out over that movie? That was a really popular ass oh, movie. Oh, I loved it, yeah. yeah. I watched it all the time. Were you creeped out when you first saw the, mo- the cow? You're like, holy shit, it's really crazy out there. No, I actually thought it was really cool. Really? Yeah. Kind of I was never scared by it. It definitely creeped me out. Like, oh my god, they're out in the storm. No, I should have been scared. I don't know why I wasn't. <laughs> um, Didn't they end up making a ride around there too, like an amusement park ride? Sounds right. One of the studios, whatever yeah. the studios from, I think did. Um, but uh, also Bill Paxton, the lead actor in it. I forgot he's in that. Yeah. R.I.P. I also didn't know he couldn't really act. I at least in that movie, really? it is so. I know it's a '90s movie, but it is some of the acting. Like you compare his acting to the other actors. So obviously, current time period is so fucking cheesy, even for that cheesy movie. Like uh, Helen Hunt, she sounds mm-hmm. perfectly fine, and him, it's like it's a whole other script for him in the way he delivers lines and how douchey he is. It's it's fucking. It made it more enjoyable, but not in the way that I think they were intending. Do you remember his great performance in Aliens? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Great. Um, wasn't he? Uh, um, damn it! Wasn't he in a? Oh, Mighty Joe Young. Remember him that? Yeah. Um, Predator Two. For some reason, I thought he was in a Vietnam movie. I feel like it makes sense for him to be, but I don't remember it. I don't either. Um. No, maybe that's not him. Um, but yeah, it's game over, man. Yeah, I I was gonna say I forgot, but I don't think I knew at the time that uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it too. It was like a cast of characters that are dead now, unfortunately. Well, actors, not characters. Um, he played the guy that was kind of like a not, not really a hippie, but I feel like that's the best way to describe him, or like a stoner, I guess. Do you remember that the guy's like just kind of seems like an idiot and just doesn't realize. All this destruction is going on. I think so. What year did that come out? I watched it right after it came out. To I feel like 98 would be my guess. That was definitely... Oh, my God. Late 96. Oh. So, if you think by the time it came... I watched it on VHS and I watched it in theaters. That's what I did, too, I think. Yeah, but my but we got it brand new. So, yeah. I would have been... Holy shit. I'm surprised you remember that. This is some quick math here. Five? Five or six? Yeah, would, yeah. Another movie that's similar along the vein that scared me was uh, Perfect Storm. Um, I remember seeing it by Murray. I know what it's about, but I couldn't tell you how I felt about it. Those two, I don't know, they creeped me out. <laughs> uh, but I watched Ghost of Mars, no problem. I could watch it stuff like yeah. stuff was supposed to be scary. But for some reason, those movies freaked me out. Um, I don't know if there's... The Goonies is still enjoyable. I don't know if there's anything I would add to that one, though. Yeah. Um, Are you in the camp of they want wanting a sequel? There's a lot of people like, where's the sequel? Um, I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. I don't. Um, I think it definitely could mess it up. I actually do think they could do something cool and different with it. So I feel like it all would depend on how well they treat it. Have you ever seen some of the scripts, scripts that people have... Uh I don't know if they're legit or what. No, like, I haven't seen any. Like, I think one was like involving their kids. Oh, okay. So kind of like, I was going to say Stranger Things, It. Yeah. 
Uh, Perfect Storm came out in 99, it looks like. Okay. So it was a little bit older. But yeah, I remember Twister and everyone freaking out about it. Yeah. I didn't watch it in theaters, though. I did recently discover, I was like, I thought for sure my first movie in theaters was either Matrix or Blade. I was like, oh, dude, that's so cool. My first movie is rated R. Did I tell you this? No. I told my parents. My parents were like, no, that's not true, Cody. Your first movie was Toy Story. Well, that's a good one, too. Yeah, that's a good one, but it's always cool to be like, my first movie in theaters was rated R. My parents didn't give a shit. I actually don't know what my first would be. I know I can think of a lot of the first ones, but I don't know what my first would have been. And I doubt my parents know because they don't. They're surprised they remember the movies I remember, so I'm sure they don't remember what my first one was. My dad just said the one of the things that stuck out to him at Toy Story. It makes sense. I grew up with them. I never thought about it, but then, but like what Steve Jobs did with Pixar, right? That's like animation-wise, nothing oh, like yeah. that existed. So he said even adults were going because of how realistic it was and mind blowing. And that's, I guess that's probably why it sticks out to them. That was this new. New technology that blew everyone's minds. Yeah, I feel like uh, the original Toy Story still looks good now. Obviously, Mm -hmm. the newer ones look better, but yeah, even being that old now, it still looks amazing and looks better than a lot of regular animation does right now. For sure. Um, And then I guess we can move on to, unless you have anything else movie-wise. All right, we can do the free game. So on Xbox One, you got Shantae and the Pirate's Curse till June 30th. And coffee talk till July fifteenth. <laughs> oh, that's what started. Uh, I was trying to think try what fast. what started that rant. And you know my podcast; those both of those got added to my list. <laughs> and one of the, my podcasts ends, and it usually starts into somewhere else where I left off. Tell me why it started in those. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was driving to it, so I couldn't really change it. So I was stuck on that. I tried to read the three sixty game fast enough to, <laughs> it's to help okay. you out. I was trying to figure out why, why I started on that <laughs> rant last week. But man, when that started and I was driving. And it's going to be here till July 15th, so we got wild too. <laughs> um, on 360, got Cindy Mora till June 30th. Download that one. That's a good one. Yeah, I need to actually get that myself. Um, and PlayStation Plus, you got Call of Duty World War II and Battlefront, or Star Wars Battlefront 2 till July 6th. That's some good ones there. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the better ones they've had recently. You got any fake outrage? The fact that there's podcasts like coffee talk <laughs> i mean that's fake if you tuned in last week <laughs> no it's very real <laughs> um well, before we got here you want to do ether or not e3 ea sure all right um want to just work down by each game sure we can skip past what we don't really care talking about let's do it so they started with uh apex which i think is weird but also makes complete sense because that game is massive and they want to compete with call of duty especially warzone but they announced, uh, I actually haven't even played it since um, when it first came out with you. We were all about it. Yeah. And I don't know why I stopped playing it other than just there's other games because I was really liking it. But jumping in again now, I'm sure it's a completely different game. I have to relearn everything. Yeah. But they announced, I don't know if you call it expansion or next season or I don't know what their wording was for uh, June 23rd. And then they announced a couple of really cool things, cross-play between every platform which I'm sure will help a lot, especially compete with Warzone. And then they also added uh, that they're going to bring uh, bring it to Switch, which will also bring the cross-play up. I don't know how and they get it running on that hardware, though. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't either. But um, what big game came to Switch recently? That pure, Oh, uh, Outer Worlds. And Outer Worlds. Yeah, people are saying that ran really well. And I feel like that game, the graphics might not be as good, but 
I feel like the world is much bigger and probably takes a lot more time to render it and get everything in there. So if it can run that well, I feel like it might be able to do Apex. For sure. And Did you like, like the skins? Um, what were they? I don't remember. They were almost like a New World, uh, like Aztec. Looking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Was that, I'm guessing, probably paid content, right? Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, but it could also be the thing where um, they, and not maybe not exactly the same game, you know, it's cross-play, which sounds weird, but like Fortnite and a lot of these games are on mobile and Switch and everything. So I feel like they definitely have to be running a little different, but they can still play against each other, so maybe it won't be identical to those games, even though you can play with them. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, but I guess most cross-play games still try and put you with. Um, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that they still try and match you up with the same console or system, whatever you're using, and then kind of default to the next ones after that, which makes sense because I feel like everything will run better and smoother if everybody's on the same thing. Yeah. Even though cross-play is a cool idea. And then they uh, talked about Sims 4, which I didn't care much about, but... I feel like this thing stood out for some other people was showing Baby Yoda. Yeah, and, and cats then, and dogs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pulling him up. And then maybe I just don't know, but I feel like them talking about bringing it to Steam was a big deal because nothing is ever on Steam, right? No. Yeah, so I feel like that's a big deal. I, Which I'm kind of wondering, man, are they just getting away with Unity or getting rid of it or what? Origins. Origins. Yeah, yeah I know. So you said it earlier. I just, so I had to have a correction. Um, <laughs> and then... They showed Command and Conquer Remaster, but I feel like they've already shown a lot about the game. And personally, I don't care about it at all. But I don't know about you. Yeah, definitely, I would get it. Oh, really? I barely played that game back in the day, but um, I absolutely love the soundtrack and the fact they brought the same guy back. Yeah. And they're letting him remaster his own own stuff. Um, I noticed that there's usually some like anti-communism or really big symbolism in that. It's looking like they're not kind of leaned away from that. Yeah, I remember it. Like, I'm not even a fan. I remember that. Yeah. Like an older game. Um, and then they talked about It Takes Two, which doesn't come out until 2021. It's the developer of A Way Out, which I think I actually didn't even finish it, but I thought that game was really unique and cool, even though the uh, presenter and I guessing lead designer couldn't be seen more unlikable and ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, I didn't really understand what the game was, just... The fact of what they made before gives me promise for it, and 2021 is a while away for a game like that, so I feel like they're probably taking their time for it, especially way out. It's been years since they've done that already, so I feel like they must be working hard on it. Or hard they're working. Hopefully not. True. Um, I never got to play that, man, because it's so focused on two players. Yeah, it's on Game Pass now. Really? And yeah, that's what the cool thing is. It is so focused on two players that you kind of do have to play like that, and I like that. I think there's plenty of fine. I was going to say, I don't really like co-op games where you're co-op and not really co-op, but I do. I think there's a place for that because if every game completely relied on co-op, I think it'd be obnoxious. But I do think it's kind of cool when games kind of force that instead of just being a feature. I, like I said, I should. I As soon as I started saying that, I was like, that doesn't make sense because I love Halo and you can easily play that co-op or not. But I feel like it is kind of unique and different when a game does force you to actually be cooperative. Yeah, and I never wanted to start it because I feel like I would take away from the experience. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, me and Derek were playing. We just didn't stick with it. I think if you really stick with it, it probably only take you a few hours. 
but it seemed like it was a really cool story and like I said definitely unique so that could be a game after we finish uh, Anthem that we could do real quick cool um, and then they talked about Lost in Random which was that Tim Burton looking game um, again I don't really know what was happening but I thought the art style looked really cool and I don't even know who made that one I should put that as a note <coughs> I don't know either, but uh, that's getting real close to Tim Burton. Yeah. Uh-huh. Crazy close to Tim Burton. Yeah, before I even got to the gameplay, the concept art, I thought it looked like it. So that's how much it looked like the concept art even gave it away. Which I'm surprised he never made a game. Yeah. Um, and next they showed, um, this name couldn't be more generic, Rocket Arena. <laughs> but uh, I just thought it looked really cool. It's a game, kind of like third-person shooter but just all RPGs and yeah. looked really over the top. Again, I feel like they fall into the mold of everybody trying to look like Fort right now, Fortnite right now. And I feel like they're definitely trying to compete with that, which they're never going to. That's why I don't get why people are trying to compete with things like that. But I do think it was an interesting, cool game. And again, as much as I like really tactical things and all these things have crazy features, kind of like Doom, it is a nice change up to have something that's just so simplistic and silly. But uh, that comes out July 4th. 14th on Steam, PS4, and Xbox One, and it's cross-play, which should help because a game like that is probably not going to have a huge audience. Um, I don't know. I feel like they have a free-to-play game, but I don't think they said. Do you remember? I think it was free-to-play. Okay. Yeah, I do remember playing a lot of games have that game mode. Yeah. I mean, I used to have one centered around that because some of the FPSs where I was like, I just couldn't get into them, wasn't talented enough. Like, I'm thinking back, I feel like Tribes had something like that. It was with the grenade launchers. And, of course, Quake, I think, kind of established that. Yeah. We used to, I'm sure we weren't the first ones, but we didn't have it online or anything, and we used to do that in Halo and make our own rocket mode, and, yeah, it was so much fun. And I do feel like I'd prefer this game to be first-person shooter. I think rockets like this makes it hard to be as skilled because you don't have as precise aim, but I'm guessing their point of it was probably that you can see someone more around you opposed to just a straight narrow view because I feel like it's really hard to avoid rockets or know what's happening if you can't see what's happening around you. Yeah. I'm assuming that's why they made it third person. And then they showed uh, more Star Wars squadrons. You want to uh, talk about that a little bit before I go on? Well, yeah, I it didn't show too much. No. Yeah, it's more than the initial launch trailer that we got a few days ago. It looks cool, man, because I think one of the first big Star Wars games is a game designed around that, and the creator of it was like, I played the shit out of those in the 90s. Yeah. And I think the first arcade game, Star Wars Arcade, was also mm-hmm. around that. Um, I was late to the scene, but I played a little too much of the Battle for Naboo. Do you ever play that? No, I don't um, think so. Oh, man, that was I put a little too many hours into that. Um, it was probably the first game where... My parents thought I was insane, but um, I bought it for every console I could. So PC, PS1, and I think it's PS1, and N64 had all of them. And I just loved it, and it felt like that. And I was like, well, I was kind of really excited. And the customization, you could put little bobbleheads and decorations yeah. inside your spaceship, change the color. Um, then, then what really sold me was where it almost started meshing with battle Battlefront. Was did you see? You might have walked away for this, but the it was like a big ship, and it's almost like you're defending that big ship. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, massive battles. I was like, oh man. So the trailer that they released that we, we forgot to talk about did not sell me, but this the little bit they showed, I was like, I'm I'm good. I think it's my favorite game in the press conference. Really? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the trailer didn't sell me either, but not really for the reasons um, for you. For me, it was that I don't really like flight games in general, and even most games that have flying sections I don't really prefer. Like uh, Battlefront has it, and they do it well. I just don't really like it. Yeah. There's exceptions to that where I feel like it's really simplistic that works, like Banshees and Halo or stuff like that where you don't really even need to know flight how to do it. It's kind of just like driving a car but in there, which yeah. I know is what flight is, but most flight games have it way more way more to it than that oh for sure um so i was actually i didn't think it looked bad i just didn't think it looked for me but one of the things i thought was cool i don't know if you they didn't show it in the launch trailer i just saw it on some website i can't remember that's only gonna be a 40 dollar game which uh Whoa. i'm super surprised by having ea and star wars behind it i feel like they could easily make it 60 dollars. i think it's cool they're doing something different like that and i think it could definitely help it sales wise when it's surrounded by games that are 60 dollars um all those skins and bobbleheads are yeah. cost a lot of money. And then they announced the uh, release date for October 2nd. But the things that got my attention a little more, because like I said I kind of wasn't interested in it since it was flight, and I still might, if I actually play it, might not like it. I don't know if these things will affect it if I just truly don't like the, fly, the flying. But uh, they said there's going to be a full single-player campaign. And as soon as I saw it was $40, I was like, oh, that's the reason. It's like a multiplayer-only kind of thing. I'm sure their full full single camp single player campaign probably is not like a massive thing with a ton of cutscenes or anything. But I don't know if you ever played Battlefront 2's campaign, the new Battlefront. I uh, people mock it like crazy. I thought it was really cool, especially for the first one not having it and everybody complaining and asking for a campaign. I thought they did really good with it. I don't know why I get so much hate. Uh, my biggest issue with it was it's pretty stereotypical. Yeah, you mean story wise? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't think there was anything exceptional with that. I just. I think DICE always has some of the best or some the best engine and amazing graphics and the gameplay I think is solid. And the story, yeah, it didn't stand out to me. I just thought it was kind of there. Yeah, man, because they advertise as you're playing as the Imperial bad guy the whole time. And then everyone's like, you probably switched to the good guy halfway through. Sure as shit, you did. Uh-huh, yeah. And I was like, why couldn't we just have a full bad guy? Yeah. Because there's a great scene where you're like walking around the Imperial City um, and they're getting ready to, spoilers, bomb themselves. <laughs> And I don't know, I was like, man, I could have played the bad guy the whole time. I would have liked that. But then she switched sides, and there was no, like, she was so concerned about Imperial citizens. And then she switched sides, and she's like, fuck them. She started zap- zapping yeah. them and killing them. But meanwhile, that's why she left, is because she didn't want to kill them. Yeah. Um, And I feel, I get where you're coming from. There's some super simulation games, like the World of Tanks, whatever their open world one is with their... Yeah, aircraft. I can't remember what it's called though. Those are so ridiculous, you can't even play them. There's so so many different simulations, and then there's some where they're almost too easy, like Halo. Not not knocking it, but I feel like Halo and maybe GTA. Those kind of games are a little too easy, but EA almost takes both. Dice almost takes both of them and combines them, and I think that's some of the best flying mechanics. And having a whole game around that, I think it's gonna be awesome. And they've they've done those forever. Yeah. So I have really, I have a really good feeling about this. Yeah, I hope so. I, so I never thought it'd be bad. I just don't know if it'll be for me. But another thing that caught my attention and got me into it was uh, they announced VR would be in it. So I'm assuming they didn't talk about which is weird and what VR would be supported. But I would guess that leaves us to assume that if you get PS4 or the PC version, you have VR. And they said you could play it VR throughout the entire thing. It wasn't like a tacked on or like a side mission you could do is the entire thing in VR, which if it actually is true, I feel like go one of two ways. That could be like kind of like the v- Iron Man VR 
that's like a perfect setting for being in the cockpit and you know look around and i see the ships around you sounds like the future of vr and sounds so cool but also that's kind of an issue with flight in general is that it's so fast paced and there's so much going on they can't keep up with it so the vr isn't really refined and if it is it might be so motion sickness and so much going on that it's just throwing you off immediately but i do think it's really cool that they're including all the stuff that you didn't expect and that they're lowering the price of from what a normal game is i'm hoping it's cross-platform because i want to buy it for the xbox but if i do get a psvr i want to try it out on yeah that. and uh one of the things i'm holding out on man they haven't announced it yet but psvr 2 yeah if that comes out soon it's either going to knock the price down on the last one or get a better experience with the second one yeah so I want to wait, but that'd be so cool to have like an arcade machine hooked oh, up to yeah. that with VR. There, if they can get some investors, like if Chuck E. Cheese changed up their whole game or Dave and Buster's and focused heavily on VR and brought these games to the arcade, yeah. I'm telling you, man, it could, you could just see a resurgence in, in VR because, I don't know, at least the way my dad talks and you hear documentaries talk, my dad loved arcades and it was because home consoles sucked ass. Like you said, even the arcade ports were... yeah were complete ass and you go to the arcade because you got the better experience so if you get some really powerful hardware pay like 10 bucks like what amc was doing but get some actual titles behind it yeah we could see a resurgence in vr i don't know in a post-corona world who knows people i'm not putting that mask on (laughs) yeah i was actually kind of surprised when people were over for uh e3 and people were just okay switching out the vr back and forth oh this kind of surprising i hope that becomes a new norm i hope everyone just stops yeah I hope there's not a resurgence in Corona either. Yeah. Um, and then next they talked about Madden kind of like a sizzle reel of other EA sports games. Nothing stuck out to me besides the cringe of Lamar Jackson introducing <laughs> it. And all of it looks fine, but those sizzle reels all look the same and just look like the next year's sports games. Not really, can't really tell what's going on. You think they told him not to record <coughs> vertical? But he did anyways. I was going to say he did, didn't he? Yeah. Um, no, I feel like with that, there's, hey, will you record this for us? And didn't tell me anything. Yeah. I feel like in the Corona world, too, people are more understanding of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then they did a one more thing, which I know most people lost their minds. I think you're probably in that, but I was so disappointed. Um, and that one more thing was the next skate game, which I think is Skate 4, right? Yeah. Okay. Skate 4. Um, yeah. Well, I'll let you go first because I feel like it's more your thing. I uh, would, it's almost like very similar to the Tony Hawk story. Oh, really? When those came out, all my friends freaked out and loved them, and I got where they were coming from, so I would just hang out with them, hang out where they're playing it, we'd just chill, and they'd play it on the side, and one of my really good friends was uh, incredibly addicted to them, to like an insane amount, um, and that's all he's been waiting for, Escape 4, and as soon as they announced it, we started texting, and he was freaking out. And my excitement was mainly for him because he's been waiting for so long. I was like, holy shit, it's actually happening. Yeah, I know. People, like they said, they kind of like commented into existence. I don't think that was completely, I'm sure, money factored into it. But yeah, um, yeah, I feel like that is partly true. And I think uh, it's going to be a Doom thing all over again. You see all the skate games that have been announced. That's, uh, you mentioned it last time, but yeah, I was going to say that. And I feel like this is uh, the weirdest time for them to get into it because, yeah, there's, more competition than than ever when people have been asked for it for like a, dec- a half a decade now. And, I, and they skate had no competition. Three, yeah, had no competition. Yeah. I think what at the same time Tony Hawk Ride came out. Yeah. And that was like almost corny. Uh-huh. That was definitely corny when it came uh-huh. out. You were 
if you had that at your house, it'd be like having a DDR mat. Like, like, what are you doing? And I don't like DDR, but that at least worked, and people thought it was good. <laughs> Tony Hawk Ride was looked at as yep. quite the abomination. For sure. Um, we had a friend that brought over his DDR mat and oh, got real man. into it. Um, Jesus. But, uh, yeah, it didn't do anything for me. And the one more thing, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be like a new IP or – I didn't expect it, but I was like, maybe they're doing something in Star Wars that they haven't talked about that's not Fallen Order or not Squadrons. I didn't really expect that, but I was hoping. But for it to be that, I think it's exciting for a lot of people and not for me, but not for me at all. And that's actually why I thought you liked this because I knew you weren't a big Tony Hawk guy and you were reacting so much. And I was like, oh, okay, he must be a skate guy then because it kind of turned into the Guitar Hero rock band thing where everybody like picked a side. Oh, yeah. With... Um, those two, I like both of them, but Tony Hawk was always my thing. And not because I hated skate or picked a side. I just feel like skate tried to get a little more realistic and Tony Hawk was always more arcadey. For sure. So I think I was, there's a place in the world for oh, both Oh yeah, of them. definitely. Yeah. That's just why I was like, oh no, Tony Hawk only. I was just like, for me, Tony Hawk was my style of game. So I didn't really care about skate at all. Did you remember how good those graphics were too? Oh yeah. Those were, yeah, that part, if you're comparing Tony Hawk was always better, but yeah. Yeah, I said Tony Hawk seemed like he's always going for more arcadey, so I think their graphics worked for that. I think this was my pickups too, where I picked up Skate. Oh, really? Skate one for two bucks at that trailer park thrift store. So yeah. I said for two bucks, I'll give it a go. No, I hear you. But yeah, those graphics were insane, and the soundtrack. Yeah, it was fun just to put it on. Like Andrew would play it, um, and then we would just listen to music. Yeah, and the noises were cool, like hearing the trucks hit things, and just it was unbelievably realistic. Um, I think I started it with uh on their other press conference that we talked about. So I guess I'll do this one at the end. What do you think overall of their conference? It was good. It was clean. Uh, there wasn't a big push to indie, so that was like kind of exciting for me because I was so tired of seeing like, oh, bird's eye view, dungeon <laughs> crawler. Uh huh. So that was kind of exciting to see that. See some normal games. Nothing too big. Um. Skate, that's massive, of course, but nothing too big for me personally. You kind of got me excited at the end, though, when you said possibly NCAA. You're like, maybe. Oh, yeah, that one, like I said, I even said then, I didn't think it would happen, but that was just been, that been a fucking bombshell that would got everybody's attention. I think even more than Skate, because people have been talking about it for, what, seven years now? Yeah. And uh, I feel like it would have gotten so many non-game fans' attention because there's so many sports fans that would have gotten fucking crazy about that. Um, if you see the NCAA, the last two out in the wild, definitely pick them up. I remember you saying that, yeah. They, they've exploded. They've already doubled probably in the last year. I've had a chance to pick them up for 40 bucks and be like, that's too much. They're up over probably 100 now, I think. Actually, I can tell you right now what they're Which is uh, funny because I was always the meme that sports games are the worst for that, and they traditionally are. Obviously, it's true, but. What I've noticed with sports games, if it's the last one of a console, yeah, they're usually kind of expensive, but the last one ever, that's. Hopefully not. Yeah, right. I hope those fucking prices come down, man. Because they, uh, they'll they update rosters and people yeah. really support them. Was 13 the last one? I thought it was 14. 14? So it, it came out in 13, though, probably thinking that. So even if you're looking at 2013, a complete copy, you're probably going to get 50 bucks for, which is bananas. Mm -hmm. 2014, I mean, I'm telling you, I think it's over $100. All right, you ready? for How much do you think it is? Complete price right now on eBay. Is this like sealed or just uh, manual case open? Uh, uh, complete works. One ten. 
this guy's an idiot. Um, <laughs> let's see, one ten. You said, yeah, just based off what I know and what you said. Uh, I'm gonna go over here and look at sold before I actually say this ridiculous number because this is mind blowing. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? This one has no manual, and someone spent $145 on it. A disc only. Minor scratches. $103. This was a game I saw multiple times for like 40 50 bucks. I'm like, that's too much. Yeah. I almost bought it. Um, what do you think would keep me from fucking buying this thing, though? Who's on it? Do you remember who's on it? Um, I feel like it must be a Michigan player, the way you said it, but I don't remember it being. Is it Charles uh, Woodson? Is it that nasty one? Oh, Denard Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot he was on it. Disgusting. Um, I do have uh, NCAA Basketball 14. How do you? I found that at a Goodwill. Um, I might fucking... If it's anywhere near this, it's getting sold. Because <laughs> I have no plans of playing that. 2014 probably for that one as well, right? Yeah. Because I'm sure it was with a college license that messed it all up. Um... Basketball NCAA 2000 Oh Jesus Movie 16 2014 Was that the I guess I better put a game in there huh Xbox Was it 2014 I'm just assuming Since that's when all the College license got messed up Oh fuck it might be 2010 Okay Clearly, they wanted to hold on to football. It's probably a little bit more profitable. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really remember. Oh, my God. It's up to $70. I might hold on to it a little bit longer. We'll yeah. see where that price goes. Um, if it's for, I can't remember if it's for, it for the PS3. I'm selling it. Um, but Xbox 360, don't hold on to it. Yeah. So, if you see that out there, definitely pick that up. 2013, 2014. I think even 12, which is... Is that uh, the Gators with uh, Tim Tebow? Might be. I think that even that sense. one's worth a little bit. But yeah, so I always look at those. I gotcha. Um, I think overall their press conference was just okay for me. I think it was very underwhelming. I think presentation-wise is actually really well done and a lot cleaner than most of them, even though there's some cringe and um, we went through two energy drinks pretty fast. But I feel like... <laughs> a lot a lot of those, I think, were actually mainly just, like, the buzzwords we use, not really the awful things that happen. I think it's actually presentation-wise really well done. And, yeah, it was a nice change of pace from the just feeling like you were watching a two-hour compilation of one game. Um, so you could tell when a game ended and a new one started, which should sound like the easiest thing in the world to do in a presentation about new games. Um, but at the same time, besides skate, and that didn't do anything for me personally, but still I can recognize that as something big for other people. But even including that, I feel like going to new generation and having the big, one of the biggest game companies, I thought it was going to be so much more from them. And it was under an hour, which already seemed weird to me that it was that short. But then even on top of that, I didn't feel like there was anything that was obviously like next generation or things that besides that, like minute sizzle really did of. Um, like engines and clear, uh, showing what they can do in the future but that didn't do anything for me I, was, I don't know what that I'm sure that does make sense and shows what your physics can do and everything in the future but that does nothing for me right now I don't it's not like the tech demo the unreal deal where you can see the potential of it unless you really know games like that and you're a designer um, but I just feel like it was weird I know people like to hate on EA but I think 
most people hate on EA, probably own multiple EA games and play them consistently. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm not one of those people. I think they do plenty of good stuff. You know, there is some yeah. some decisions there more than questionable, but I feel like you could say that about any major game company. People just like to pick and choose what they don't like. But um, I don't know. I guess with me having more positive feelings about them, this being a new generation, and like I said, if E3 was really E3, I feel like this year is going to be the craziest in like a decade. And I feel like either it wasn't going to be, and they're, um, this just what it was is going to be kind of underwhelming overall, or it not happening kind of messed things up and divided everything and didn't make it what it was because I feel like for this company being so massive, it was very underwhelming for me. You think that the companies are holding back for the next gen? I'm sure they are, but I feel like this is a time to show it unless the only other one, unless there's more that isn't scheduled yet, is Microsoft. But even Sony's, I felt like there's cool stuff, but not the kind of stuff we were expecting. And uh, would you expect at least two more Sony press conferences? That's the other thing I was going to say. Yeah, that the way they kept talking about how this is just the beginning and everything, I feel like maybe there is more, and that's the reason that we're not seeing so much third party, and it seems like all these companies that have their own are kind of holding back intentionally maybe and hopefully because yeah it just seems too underwhelming going into a new generation of gaming i feel like that maybe that's it. if i just saw this in a normal year i'd maybe not feel as strong or strongly negative about it i guess not really negative but i would feel maybe a little more positive about it yeah but i don't know definitely like i said presentation why I think it was good and I think there was solid stuff there and I do think there's positives I just was underwhelmed overall I can see I kind of went in with low expectations yeah so I think that's what helped me I hear you is that it I think that's it anything else you want to talk about no that's it alright well as always you can follow us on Instagram Twitter and Facebook at current backlog and you can email any corrections questions or feedback to current backloggers at gmail.com and thank you Danielle Thank you, James. James. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Trevor. It's kind of mind-blowing you guys listen to these episodes. It kind of, you know, I th- you know, I think we do good, but it's still, like, crazy. Like, people are listening to this. No, yeah, it's weird to think anybody that we're just sitting here making this and then people are going to listen to it. Yeah, it's a weird concept, and obviously that's the point of it, so it might sound dumb, but yeah, it is weird to think about, and that people will talk about even though they're our friends but they talk about our episodes like we do sacred symbols or something <laughs> not um not weird because i completely understand it but kind of cool i guess you do look kind of like colin though do i yeah oh it's yeah huh i never heard that but really yeah i'll take it as a compliment i'm not offended <laughs> i'm just more surprised yeah i don't know okay. definitely glasses and the hair yeah all I'm right cute well like cody said thanks for watching All right, guy. All right, you ready? Yes. Take it away. We are. Let me make sure we're still recording. <coughs> that is pretty crucial. Recording a podcast is uh, recording. <laughs> I 
hate you so much. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. <laughs> Get ready here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Crack this open, though. Uh, Welcome to episode. <laughs> I was about to make a really disgusting. I thought you, I didn't know you were going. <laughs> I did it on purpose. We can start over. <laughs> I was gonna make a real nasty noise in there. 